The following content has the right to remain silent, but we do not have the ability. Start the show. You know, you like that, man. That actually sounded profound, almost. Oh, no, don't give me profound. That was a Ron White joke. Oh, okay. Shout out to Ron White, man. That, that might be one of the only times we, we, we give a white person a shout out this episode. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to suggest to put that on the shirt, but. I mean, we, we just have to quote him. Like, I mean, nah. we just, you know, just say Ron White said it. Nah, we're not going to get the white Okay, we, yeah, we, yeah, we're not going to quote white people. Nope. That's cool. Uh, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And uh, I am fully vaccinated. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm next up. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to raw dog some oxygen. Man, look. You know what I'm saying? Hit, just, just hit, just, just pull that mask off. Just free balling some air on your bitch ass. Fuck it, mask off. Just all out there. Just I'm gonna smell smells again. Air air dry that shit. Air dry it out, baby. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm I'm next. I'm getting my first I'm getting my first jab this week. Uh, Pfizer clan holding it down. Oh, Moderna mob, we in the house. Okay, okay, okay. No side effects, no call. Man, they got they you see they got Johnson Johnson the fuck out of here. <laughs> Johnson Johnson out here it, it, looking like the Tiger King. They man. like stick to making baby oil. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, it is episode one thirty four. Yep, one thirty four. We are barreling towards one fifty. Goodness gracious! Uh, how was your week, man? I don't know. We're gonna get to one fifty before we get to a hundred. Yeah. Shit. The week was a blur. It was. It was like. Uh, Man, it's like we just recorded the last episode. It does feel like we because well because we recorded on Monday. Yeah, but it was it's still just. I mean, work was there, there was just so much shit happening at work that I just like literally, it was work, sleep, work, sleep, and here I am. And then you know, in the meantime, I I became aware of uh, certain instances of fuckery that occurred throughout the week. Uh, several, in fact, you know, quite a few. Not much time for much else. I, yeah, that's true too. The only television I watched was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Man, um, so I I meant to at at the top of the week, right after we put this episode out. Um, of course, some fuck shit happened that we will get to uh, a little later. And I said to myself, "Well, we're gonna have to. Well, you know, we, we're gonna have to tighten up and use our use our platform responsibly in the wake of the bullshit." That is happening. The egregious mm-hmm. bullshit that's happening. Yeah. And I gave Randall, I gave Randall a, a, a homework assignment that I, in fact, ended up half halfway through the week after that, not closing the deal on because so much fuck shit was going on. We don't have to. We don't have to look for content. Yeah. Like, um, I was gonna watch exterminate all the brutes, uh, so we could talk about it here, but. We're living that shit yeah. this week, um, so I skipped. I skipped that partially as a matter of self care. You have to. 
someone suggested it to me, and I'm taking it seriously, but you have to be in the right frame of mind. This week was not the right frame of mind to watch Exterminate All the Brutes. Um, I did watch, you know, I watched a couple of things. Let's see, I, I, I got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I think that was it. Well, I talked about it on this podcast. I watched, uh, um, I watched Invincible. Mm-hmm. Invincible is Invincible is getting good. It is, I, and that, that was the other thing I watched this week. Invincible is getting real good. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Even, and that was my thing. Even I was looking for happy shit to talk about. Even if we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it, it, it ain't good news. <laughs> Still some heavy shit. Sam, Sam learned some hard truths out here. He realized he was black. He did. Um, I realized that Sam has hands. Yeah. Sam got hands, hands. He, got his, he, he caught that work in Captain America 2. <laughs> And said, fuck y'all, that ain't happening again. Been, I'm not getting hold by regular niggas again. Yeah, I've been watching this Michael Jai White tapes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this nigga this nigga looked like he was the captain of the drill team, boy. He was boy, he was doing handsprings and oh, he was getting it. Um one of the guys that I follow on, on Twitter, shout out to Ike Moses. Very funny guy. Okay. LA. Um he, he said his favorite part of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was when Sam discovered that he had to throw the shield blacker than anyone before him. Right. <laughs> he, he put his whole arm into yeah, that shit. He's like, how can I throw this blacker than anybody else? Shit, I'll turn a flip and catch it. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, that's I mean, that's what you gotta that's what you gotta do in America though, man. You gotta Twice as good. You gotta, you know, you can't just bounce a shield off somebody and, and catch it. You gotta, you gotta do a, a full somersault and catch that bitch. That so nigga, they, so they that, know you black. That nigga looked like he was in he was in marching band practice. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was they 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 was they was gonna be walking all down Bourbon Street. He tossing that he tossing that shield. Yeah. He was getting it. Also, man, seeing the seeing the like the the dynamics and the 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 physical. Um, I don't even know uh, the physics of that shield. Yeah, I want one. I too. Like want that shit. One. That shit flows around like that. I need that. I want one. I I to add to my collection. I have a I have a Spartan shield, like from three hundred. Mm-hmm. Um. I I do occasionally uh, I do occasionally train with it. It's true. Okay. All right. Every once in a while, I'll pull it out, go in the backyard, and get a little get a little shit popping. It's not the one you can toss though, so it's so it takes a little bit of the fun out of it. But quick question for any lawyers out there: Are we are we allowed to carry around shields? Like open carry? Like, are we allowed to carry around shields? Like as, a, as a black man in America, I can see how that might come in handy. If I see a nigga, if, if, look, if I see a nigga with a shield, I know that nigga's not to be fucked with. My niece and I legit one day saw a dude, a uh, young black dude, light-skinned black dude, I have to say, um, just walking around with a with a, sh- a sword, like a samurai sword in a sheath, just walking like around downtown. I was okay, like, hey, Yasuke. Yeah, it's, it's, it's open carry on swords. And my Let's boy was go. like, yeah, my boy was like ready for that action. Let's go. I'm, you know, I'm gonna start cosplaying out here just to see what the just just to see which way the wind's blowing. I just need to know if we can carry a shield. I, I think that would be. I'm not even gonna be menacing. I'm gonna be yeah. out here like Deku from My Hero Academia. Yeah, with a little rabbit costume and shit. Hey, nobody <laughs> talks about that. How he is the baddest motherfucker on that show in a rabbit costume. That's how they are. That that's how it work. 
and another and another Superman comparison. His mama made that costume for him. Huh. Like his mama made the original and they like yeah. improved on it. But yeah, his mama made that costume. That's real. I'm telling you. If I was a superhero, my mother would probably make mine too. It, agreed. And agreed. Ye- and yell at me for getting it torn. <laughs> you think I sat up there all that time with that sewing machine for you to You know what? As Give a, it here. You know what? As a matter of fact, I was just talking to a young lady recently. Um who was she's she's helped organizing her friend's wedding. And she was sewing something. And she kind of made fun of herself. She was like, oh, that's that's a little step for wife of me. I was like, no, actually, I think, do do people learn to sew anymore? No. That's kind of, an, I think that's a life skill that doesn't get enough appreciation in 2021. Fashion over is cheap enough that you don't have to. <laughs> Oh fuck it! I'll just spend another six dollars and nine dollars in shipping. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Old Navy clearance, <laughs> Rainbow's a- finest wares. Ask me how I be getting jeans for four dollars and ninety seven cents. Oh fuck! Do you get four dollar jeans for Old Navy clearance? Oh, oh, good for you. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this week we're gonna open giving flowers. Um, I'm gonna give flowers, fellas. This is for you, ladies. Take a break. Giving flowers to Pinky. Hmm. Fellas, you know who Pinky is. If 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 you're a if you're a millennial, if you're an elder millennial and up, you know exactly who the fuck Pinky is. <laughs> Pinky for those of you who are left out of the conversation, Pinky is an adult film star who was in her who was in the prime of her work uh in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yes. Um, I saw, because recently I saw a picture on Instagram with her and some of the other uh, A-listers from her day. <laughs> Cherokee. Shout out to Cherokee. Shout out to Sky Black. Um, they were all together. They were all together at some, you know, it, like like women do. They meet, they link up somewhere and, mm-hmm. you know, get get all the photo ops in. And getting their Britney Renner and Tiana Trump on. <laughs> oh man, Britney Renner. No, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. And so, um, a lot of people, a lot of people, like they have been in the past like few years, have been talking about the fact that Pinky has put on weight. Um, Pinky has put on. Uh, Pinky definitely when she, does not look the same as when she started out. I give flowers to Pinky because she does not give a fuck what y'all got to say about it. She's still out because she got her OnlyFans. She's still out here fucking. She's still out here fucking like there's no tomorrow and don't give a fuck what y'all got to say about it because guess what? Most of you niggas that grew up with Pinky, that grew up watching Pinky, that got y'all through, that got y'all to manhood, most of y'all don't look the same as y'all did back then either. And I get sick of this. Let me tell you something. As somebody in my 30s, it took me a lot of my 30s to realize this. And I'm sorry it did. This obsession with look with being the same size and 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 weight and metabolism that you were in high school and college, that shit got to stop. That shit got to stop. Like, one, it's just not realistic. 
you're not really unless you unless you're an athlete of some sort, and even then, you're not really supposed to be the same size you were trying to get into your foot because you you're not trying to get into your fucking prom dress. You're not trying to wear your fucking you're not trying to wear your high school varsity jacket again. Some of y'all are, and some of y'all are creeps. I, I think people just need to realize that it's it's okay for you to want to be healthy without setting unrealistic unrealistic expectations on what you can achieve. One hundred. Um, you know, you, you may want to lose weight, but you don't necessarily have to feel pressure to get down to your your high school weight or your birth yeah. weight or whatever you niggas are trying to get down to. It's cool to be it's cool to be fit, but you know, know yourself and know your fitness level and and just try not to be overdoing it. People don't realize, like the UFC fighters do I still sound okay? Yeah. Okay. It's just me. Do you like like a lot of those MMA fighters? Um, I'm a big y'all know I'm a big fan of MMA, but one of the, one of the hard truths that nobody talks about about MMA, and this is in particular in circles like UFC and Bellator, is that a lot of those people because you know Dana gives you a bonus if you make weight. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, and so people be trying hard. People be at the last day starving themselves. Yeah, starving themselves, putting on all the sweat gear, putting on all the sweat gear, trying to sweat those last few pounds off, trying to cut corners, being dehydrated and shit. That's why I have. That's why some of them fights be upsets. By the time they make it to the octagon. They're at their weakest. They're at their weakest. They're dehydrated. They're not acclimated to training at this size. Yeah. You know, I you know, I under, like I always say, I understand going up a class. And even that's hard. Going up a class is one thing. Much harder to go down a class. Yeah. It's the same thing with bodybuilders and and um other types of martial artists, like usually when you see them when when they appear to be their best, they're at their weakest. And it's it's for the sake of appearances. And it's the same thing for a lot of your your favorite actors and celebrities. When you see them at their most cut and their most ripped, they are usually at their weakest because they they've either dehydrated themselves or they sacrificed a lot to get down to that weight and to get veiny and all those other things. It it's why I mean, even in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like you only see Chris Evans with his shirt off very quickly, right? And shit, the entire the entire end game, I could tell that he wasn't he wasn't swole. You could you know he was wearing layered clothing and, and other things to to appear. Uh, he to, was looking to, good for him. Oh yeah, I but mean, yeah, he you, he was clearly he was clearly sick of this shit. Yeah, Mike B J doesn't always Michael B Jordan doesn't always look like he does in Creed. Let me tell you about Michael B Jordan. Not to cut you off, no. but I, just because I've I've kind of I, when I hate a nigga is because I studied them. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't hate Michael B. Jordan, but I'm a fan. I've, I've seen a lot of his interviews where he talks about this. He talks a lot about how he loves food, about how he loves food, and how you know what do you you know what do you, what's your favorite food? It's always something fat. It's always something fat and gluttonous, and he's done a few things. He's done a few of these little interviews where he'll take you in his house and show you what he cooks for breakfast mm-hmm. and shit. It's a nigga breakfast. Mm. 
It's a it's a old school it's a nigga breakfast. I'm gonna eat this I'm gonna eat this check cereal with no milk. Make that look good for the gram, and then I'm going to eat all the French toast, two strips of bacon, some sausage, some pancakes, and then some hash browns. Michael B. Jordan looked like a nigga who put sugar on his grits. That would be unfortunate. Are you are you, are you team salt grits? Uh, I'm savory. Okay, I'm okay. savory. Yeah, I, I I'm always I'm just all I'm I don't eat grits at all, but I'm just always fascinated hmm. by the discourse between the sugar and salt grits people. I've noticed team salt grits has gotten a lot of singers on their team. I'm just saying you can't make you can't make shrimp and grits with them sweet ass grits y'all be making. And if you never had shrimp and grits, then what the fuck are you eating grits for? You know, and, and, and you know, because um, I, I guess it doesn't make a difference to me. I don't eat grits at all. I eat I eat oatmeal. I don't eat grits at all. For yeah. me, if grits, put, is, if grits gonna, is just a butter delivery yeah, service. Yeah, if you're going to put sugar in something, put it in oatmeal. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, yeah. Michael B. Michael B. Oh, Jordan shit. be eating. Butter delivery service. <laughs> it's true. You've never had shrimp and grits. <laughs> you are niggas. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I I always feel like, like I say, Michael B. Jordan be eating. Yeah. And also, on the other hand, for the roles he takes, he kind of has to be eating uh, to maintain all that protein and carbs. Yeah. But yeah, he be out here eating like a regular person. Idris. No, Idris, no, Idris probably be eating right. Actually, nah, Idris be eating some real shit. <laughs> oh yeah, Idris got some. Idris got some some West Indian background. Yeah. So yeah. Oh oh god. Yeah, he's, yes. not, he's not allowed to eat healthy. No, I was saying. <laughs> yeah, his 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 family don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> oh man, I love eating at a West in, at West Indian folks' house. They don't want to hear about none of that shit. That diet shit you on. Mm. You gonna get the you gonna get these fried plantains and shit. What I, you mean, salad boy? Oh boy! Oh, they, it's, no, waste men. That's that's what you. That's <laughs> you, you just out here wasting food. No, um. So I say all that to say that I, these unfair standards of beauty. Yeah, and 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 yes, for men too. I'm saying that. I I recognize that women. Are definitely held to it light years worse than men but i live here too men do get it men get it kind of bad sometimes too and i now having said that i will also say the reason niggas are rail niggas rail on pinky so hard is because as as adults you're having your fantasy destroyed is no bueno have, because that because most of them grew up with Pinky, and that is their male fantasy. And niggas don't want to admit that their male fantasies are real people who gain weight, who go through shit, who have gland problems like anybody else. And there's any kind of reason that they're not gonna look perfect like they did in that one scene that you keep that that you keep bookmarked on your browser <laughs> for research purposes or save to that secret folder in your drive <laughs> just, 
you know, so one thing about men, I can say, yeah, sure, men do have fragile egos sometimes. Men don't want to have their fantasies broken. And I think that's when men get to be their worst. And when they say probably the worst things is when they've had some ideal of theirs broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give I give Pinky Flowers for not giving a fuck. We can't we can't lift up Lizzo for being proud of her shit and put Pinky down for being proud of her for being proud of hers too. That don't make no sense. You know, people, so people would have a different energy if Lizzo was doing porn though. I gotta tell you, I would have the same energy. I Lizzo got to hit me with the OnlyFans. She got to hit me with the OnlyFans. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Lizzo look good in the motherfucker. I, I'm I'm just I'm just be out I'm be out there with. I'm very proud of this. I'm just, <laughs> and not only that, Lizzo actually been Lizzo been on her fitness shit. Lizzo been losing weight. You know, which if that's her goal, good for her. Um. But just we we got to, we got to cut the shit. We got to cut the shit to be holding people holding people to these un these unreasonable sizes that even the people who maintain these things are sick of. Zach Efron told y'all a while ago he's sick of this shit. Yeah. Zach Efron told y'all when he started hanging out with that dude, uh, the superfoods guy, that he was sick of this shit and he probably would never look the way he did in his prime. Ever again by choice. And the fact that y'all call him dad bod now is crazy. Yeah, he's still... In my mind, he's still a high school musical <laughs> dude, if that's what... He was in that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I suppose. Uh, Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I try not to... I try not to put him down by calling him the star of Charlie St. Cloud. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Flowers to Lizzo... Humans ain't shit. Transferring now to the humans ain't shit part of the program. Mm. It's been a long week about this particular subject for me. Um, I was listening to a particular podcast. No, I'm not going to name the podcast because y'all messy. Um, I will say that it was. I will say that it was two women. No, it's not horrible decisions. Damn. Um. I'm a I'm a Patreon I'm a I'm a Patreon subscriber of them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash them. Um So I was listening to this podcast and it's two young ladies and I know I realize I have to take them with a grain of salt sometimes because they are in fact shallow <laughs> as as fuck. <laughs> this is what happens when you start see I my addiction for podcasts I I listen to a lot of different podcasts, but one of my early podcast addictions is listening to young is listening to uh black women talk about sex for an hour it's my thing like 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 with women in those corny like harlequin sex novels it's kind of like that for me Hmm. just you know just a little tidbit about oz you didn't know didn't know that um yeah so i listen not surprised but didn't know that yeah horrible decisions what got me started yeah um that and the guys we fucked before I found out they were racist. Um, so I was listening to these two young ladies, and they were talking about marriage. Neither of them is married. This is this is another important point to start with. Mm. Neither of them are married. Um, 
However, they they were talking about kind of the pressure to be married, kind of the 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 how marriage isn't as glamorous as it looks and clearly they had talked to some friends of theirs that are married um to get uh to get married people's uh perspective. And I got to tell you, people talk about marriage they just no no let me be specific cuz i know randall will correct me mm-hmm. unmarried people talk about marriage they want it so bad but they talk about it like it's two a day football practice in the texas heat Damn. they talk about it like it's the like it's the last game in friday night lights against the physically superior niggas <laughs> that throw them down and kick the helmet in their teeth. They talk about this shit like it is a an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege. And it makes me wonder, why the fuck do y'all want to get married so badly? Why? Why do y'all want to be married? And and no, I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna defend myself yet. Why do y'all want to be married so bad? Nothing y'all say about marriage is positive. Nothing. It's hard. It's work. Y'all make it sound like grave digging. (laughs) Should anything that you want that badly in life sound sound like the last hour of Saving Private Ryan? Anything that you want that you profess is gonna make you happy for the rest of your life should it sound that much like work? I understand that things take effort. That's not what I'm talking about. There's a difference between putting effort towards the things that you love and the things that you want and it feeling like work. I think people have to define what they're looking forward to in a marriage. Because the, the the status of being married, to me, is just, it, it's not enough. It, it doesn't make sense. At all. It's It's the equivalent of People saying they want to get a degree, but not really understanding the significance of having a degree. The the thing about marriage is that we have to understand a couple of things. We have to understand, first and foremost, if you want to be married because you want someone to be the all-inclusive, end-all-be-all person in your life, then you're setting yourself up for a bit of disappointment. We, uh, most of us spend our lives forming our own tribe and our own community of friends and and associates and and support uh, systems to help, you know, collectively work with our mental, spiritual, and even physical needs. No one person can be expected to do all those things. And, And we tend to surround ourselves with people if we're working in a healthy, you know, in, in, in healthy relationships, we tend to surround ourselves with people who tend to appeal to one or more of our of our needs, whether we know that or not. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people out there who are of the opinion that they will find that special someone out there who will become all those things and, you know, still provide good sex for, you know, the rest of their lives. Which isn't always realistic. It's it's never realistic. Let me put it that way. It's never realistic. 
Because, and you shouldn't expect it to be so. I think where a lot of people tend to fall, and by the way, I'm no expert, so let me just say that. I think where a lot of people do fall short, though, is they 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 focus so much on the status of being married and not as much on how can i how can i find a long standing potentially non expiring relationship with someone whether that's marriage or not correct cuz like when you're dating people and you're you're in the status of dating whatever you want to call it there's always there's always that clause there's always that well i can just walk away from it if it's not working you could put an expiration date on it. You it, until there's a, a another level of commitment to it. The reason why you're dating and not married is because there's still there's still an opening for this to end. Right. A, at least at, at that part is at the front of your mind. Like there's always an opening for it to end. Right. Even though we know that most marriages end in divorce. When you're getting married and committing to getting married, you're you're doing so under the presumption that this is a permanent thing a non-expiring thing but where again uh, another place where a lot of people go wrong is they'll meet someone and they'll notice their quirks or or, or whatever they feel are you know things that they don't like about them right and i'm, I'm searching for words right now because the vodka is kicking in <laughs> there are things that they don't like about it. maybe the you know maybe the guy plays video games too much for their oh own liking my god and they feel like over time they can help change that person into what they want to be and this is both male and female so not i'm not just saying it's one way or the other instead of trying to presume that you can change someone over time think to yourself would I still be with this person if this was the same person indefinitely? Will I, would I still accept that person for their flaws if, if I consider these things flaws? You have to assume that if your guy loves playing video games, that he's always going to love doing so. And if you want to make that room for yourself in that relationship, then that's totally up to you. Let me ask y'all a quick question. Let me jump in here. Ask y'all a quick question. And 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 I, I try not to gender this, but I'm going to ask the ladies that this pertains to, because I know plenty of women that do enjoy video games. Why do y'all want to stop niggas from playing video games so fucking badly? Why? What the fuck did? And this is what this is honestly the first. This is why I fell out with Derek Jackson at first, because he was so hardcore railing on niggas playing Fortnite. It's always as good. Well, you're sitting around playing Fortnite. Uh, why, do, why the fuck do y'all want us to stop playing video games so badly? Why? What did video games ever do to you? I I, I really want to understand this. I, because I, I was listening to this same podcast I was talking about. And they had a situation in which one of their married friends literally hid... The PS, the his this man's PS five. Hit the PS five and told him that it got lost when they moved. And this man was irate, and he should have been because PS five is like five hundred dollars. Yeah, base, base minimum five hundred. And that's and that's without all the peripherals. Mm. So you you owe that man either you owe that man five hundred, or the head must be incredible. Something to make me forget that I lost 
uh, 500 worth of equipment. Um, because let me, it was like, oh my God, you can't get these dudes to stop playing video games. Let me tell you the sequence. Let me tell you what happens in the 12 hours that someone takes something from me that I paid my money that I work hard for and tells me I can't play it and that they're not telling me where my shit is. I'm going to ask nicely the first time. (laughs) And when you don't tell me, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to ask nicely the second time. And when you don't tell me where it is, I'm going to say, okay, bet. I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to listen to my music. I'm going to pour myself a drink. And we're going to go to bed. We're going to go to bed at the same time. I don't know what the fuck gets married people so fucking excited about going to going to sleep at the same time. Uh, go to fuck to sleep. I mean, sex. But Well, I mean... And, and it don't even be sex. It'd be, are you coming... Are just, are you coming to bed and... I come to bed and you sleep. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, that that doesn't happen over here. Okay, very good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hit it with the air horns, y'all. Just, there we go. Just, I, I go to bed when I'm ready. <laughs> and so we're going to go to bed. I'm going to get up early because I got to be at work. When she gets up, all of her shit's going to be gone. And I'm not going to tell her where it is. Why are y'all together anyway? Why? Chances are. Chances no, are. No, that, no, no. That, I'm, great. I'm, I'm glad that you asked that question. We won't be. Yeah. That's going to be the big surprise at the end of when she <laughs> finds all her shit. It's going to be at a nice storage facility. Most of it's going to be on the floor because I don't give a fuck because it's closed. I don't give a shit. And they're going to be divorce papers ready. You're not going to take shit from me that I paid for. You're not. You're not. Not ever. Not ever. Man, they got to get divorced over a PS5. I'm petty. I'm petty. Don't ever. There's a better way to communicate with me than taking my shit away. It's going to cost more than 500 to get divorced, though. You know, by then, by then, I, but I'm a lunatic. So by then, I, I'm I'm past the point of, oh, I'm over the PS5. I just want you out. Yeah, people got to remember the things that that annoy you in the beginning, are the things that will annoy you later. So if if you are upset about a guy spending 12 hours playing video games, he was probably doing that when y'all met. He was, and the but dick, you didn't care. The dick was so good that you just let it roll, and said that eventually he would pay attention to you. And it would be all Gucci. Well, unfortunately, it's not Gucci. It's Balenciaga. Uh, Even tackier. Uh, Just know what you're getting into. If if I don't I don't know if marriage itself is something to aspire to as much as somebody find, worth being married to. Correct. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, you know, wishing all of you the best of luck out there. And yes, it, it is very much like two a days in the Texas heat and, you know, playing football against Odessa Permian. <laughs> if you live in Texas, you know what that is. Hell yeah. Mojo. Yeah. Um, 
and, and let me just say one more thing. We can get off this. What, when you ask people why they want to be married so bad, one of the popular answers is, who wants to be old and alone? Being old and alone is not a punishment. Being old and alone shouldn't be a punishment. You know why? Because y'all talk about being old and alone, but the only kind of love y'all actively recognize anymore is romantic love. No one, so no wonder y'all are so quick to act like you're lonely, because the only love you're recognizing is the is the love of uh, of someone to go to the movies and get your dick sucked with. Mm. Whatever, what happened to love of family? What happened to love of community? What happened to love of your friends? You you mean to tell me that it's not enough that the people in your life love you? Or maybe y'all ain't taking a real a, a real inventory of that. You really don't have anybody in your community that you feel like you can lean on in tough times. A neighbor, a, these community leaders that y'all prop up so hard in your church, in school, at work. Community is a thing, man. It, 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 and the I think the pandemic should have shown us that community is a big fucking deal because we've had that taken away from us to some to some degree. And you you just at home alone with yourself. And when you take community away from people, it takes away a certain confidence. And people can't get shit done. You really don't have anybody in your life that you feel like that you feel safe under, that you can reach out to. That you don't sit that you don't fuck or send nudes to. That's a goddamn shame. But also, community can't give you good dick. I will say, community ain't, ain't eating that box. So, so that's true. So that's why. And it, I just think there can be a balance of the premium between the premium we put on marriage and monogamy. And the premium we put, and the and the premium we put on community, and really, I really feel like if if you if you take an honest inventory of the people in your lives, and look and you look up and you have people in your life that would do any fucking thing for you, I don't think the sting of single life would be so fucking excruciating like it seems to be to y'all. I don't need any of these. Like I I gotta tell you. I ain't been with nobody where I I ain't been with nobody in years. I had to learn this the hard way. Because I because I X'd out community at one point. I was with somebody that was so gaslighting. I alienated my community. Hmm. And it wasn't until she left or picked the other guy or I don't know whatever you want to call it that I understood community because I came back to that and there was no hard feelings. Yeah. We saw what was happening. We saw what was happening and we did try to and we did try to warn you but we didn't but we also didn't want to violate you or make you feel like we were babying you. But it's all water under the bridge. Come on back come over come on back over here and get something to eat, bro. Mm. That's community. Who all going to be there? Who the fuck is gonna be there when all when all that shit when all that when all that romance shit you signed up for is over? That's all. I, I just I, I I 
you know, I'm all, I know I'm always talking about community. If you're playing Opinions Wild Black Bingo, go ahead and knock that one off. You know. Also knock off the OnlyFans reference. Also knock off the OnlyFans reference. Also true. Um, so, I, I just, so, it's just something I wanted to point out, man. That's all. That's what's up. Song of the week. Song of the week. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to start doing. Why do you want to be married? Mm. Why do you want to be married? Send me your answers. Send me your answers. I'm going to I'm going to do a little social media thing with this. Send your answers to the comment section. Uh send your answers uh just post your answers on uh the opinions while black social medias if you want. Hit me in the inbox. If you have a story, put it in um opinionswhileblack@gmail.com. We're going to start doing that. Yeah. I want to start engaging you guys more than I do. Uh, so we're going to make that happen. Song of the week. Uh, this one is compliments. I had a whole plan. Uh, I had a whole plan for another song. Uh, I had I had songs down for the next couple of weeks. Because I've been hearing some good shit lately. But this came to us. Compliments of Marcus Black. A.K.A. Mr. Goodbar. Ho- uh, host of The Remedy. Yes. Uh, Remedy Saturday nights. Uh Six to eight, I believe it is. Yeah. Either five to eight or six to eight on uh, KPFT.org. Dot org. Oh, he also has a Patreon, and I think he's on like Mixcloud and something else. Um, if you like the music I play, you'll like the music he plays. This is Moonchild with Still Wonder. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We have definitely gotten comfortable. It's going to be a great show. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
that was Still Wonder by Moonchild. Oh, that's a bop. That's a nice little, nice little synthesizer, slow jam kind of. It, it put me very much in the mind of like, like, I'll say Phase One, uh, Nicolet Foreign Exchange. I can see that. Very, very much when Fonte really got on his singing, his sing song shit. Yeah, I can see that some some good connected. Very connected. I yeah. love that album, man. Damn, that was the exact album I was thinking of. Uh, connected was the truth. That is, oh man, you haven't missed yet, man. Haven't? Uh, I appreciate it. You know, I I do this for y'all. If y'all um if y'all like any of the music you're finding uh, on this program, and you are a Spotify or Apple listener, please partake in our future music playlist. Um, go to uh, go to Spotify or go to Apple and go in the search engine and type "Opinions While Black" featured music. Yep, uh, features the majority of the music you find on this program, um, plus or minus a few deep cuts from SoundCloud. Um, we got uh, shit. Damn, Little Brother. Yeah. Um, uh, Foreign Exchange. Moonchild, Ari Lennox, Summer Walker, um, got some got got some Radiohead deep cuts. Man, it's a lot of shit. It is a lot of shit. I mean, we've been doing this for 134 episodes. You got a few hours worth of shit in there too. It's it's, it's pretty. It'll it'll get you through the day. Real talk. Put it on shuffle and and in in engage something new. I guarantee you will find something you've never heard before. The wild part is most of it is. Most of it is work friendly too. You can even bop it at work. Very much so. Now you have to be careful with that shuffle because <laughs> Nuck if you buck is on there. It is on there. <laughs> um, uh, before we get into the foolishness and fuckery of the week, um, quick update, quick uh, breaking news. Um, there's an active shooter in Austin. Shocking. Um. Left three people, they, they've caught him. Left three people dead. Suspect is Stephen Nicholas Broderick. And, oh, he's still on the run. Hmm. Holy shit. I was say, if he's not dead, we already know. Oh, he's out there. 41 years old. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so. Is he white? That's what? Is he white? I am going to say, do they have a picture of him? I hope. To, oh man. Oh man. Don't say it. With a connecting beard. No. Yeah, man. No. Yeah, man. God damn it. He is short though. He's like five seven. Um. Damn it. Yeah, man. It's wild out here. It's wild. Open carry, bro. Um. On to the fo- foolishness and fuckery of the week, man. Um. We lost another one. Um, Black Rob, formerly of Bad Boy fame. Whoa, whoa! And I say that non-ironically. I will say the 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 legendary hit classic "Whoa" um, has passed away at fifty-one years old. Damn. Um, actually, it's crazy. Actually, this kind of got swept under the rug a little bit. Not his passing, but. Um, right when at when DMX was on his last leg, uh, rest in peace X. Um, yeah, this was when Black Rob was sending out his well wishes 
from a hospital bed and he didn't look very good and got kind of got caught up and lost in the wash. And once people were actually able to breathe, once DMX passed, everybody was like, wait a minute, the fuck happened to Black Rob? Black Rob had had, had, had a, a few strokes in the time that we've lost touch with him. Damn. Uh, he had had a stroke recently. Um, he was homeless. Uh, that is that is definitely the heartbreaking news to hear. Um, this was one of those things that hit me because, again, for all the talk about him being a one-hit wonder or whatever, and no, he didn't have a he didn't have a hit that hit as big as whoa, but Life Story was a was a solid album, and I remember it like that was that was when my mind started changing about what hip-hop was black rob definitely didn't sound like anybody else on bad boys team at the time mm-hmm. uh even when they put him on that was the the uh what's the the let's get money joint yep. where you know, where, you know that, that was that time everybody started harlem shaking and shit <laughs> yeah man i just tell you generationally speaking i don't know what that was <clears throat> randall's not that much older than me but I don't know what that was for him at that time. In high school, for me, all that Harlem shaking shit was out. Was just out there. We had never seen no shit like that. Everybody was trying to Harlem shake. I, I was over it. I was a I was a real thin nigga. Imagine if you can a nigga Harlem shaking at the prom. <laughs> um, uh, and so, um, I was already old and washed. <laughs> What the young whippersnappers we doing? <laughs> you, Shout out to Puffy. Uh, yeah, for taking care of everyone. Said no one ever. Said nobody ever. Yeah, your boy. You know your boy Frank went all. He was on one. Oh, Frank is always on it. He was on one about Puff. That was and, and he's not. To clarify what we're talking about here, it brought up a conversation. It seems like very few people that used to actively mm. fuck with Puff. Or that were kind of the it act of their time with Bad Boy. Very few of them seem to be in good shape. The only former Puff artist that's still in good shape is Puff. This is true. And Mace for getting away from Puff. I mean, not unscathed though. Not unscathed because he's still owing money. Yeah, like they're all they they've all been fucked over by him in some shape, form, or fashion. Like New Edition has had a scrape with Puff. French Montana must have something on him because French Montana's still out there somehow. Uh, French Montana has pictures of Puffy drinking unicorn blood. That's yeah. what that is. Something. Uh, you know, all this talk about him being a vampire. Um, uh, French got the truth. Is there, what, French just be in the right places at the right time. Mm-hmm. He got the smash. This I was going to say, this is including and especially Sanaa Lathan's vagina. Yes. Um, I, that's that's never. I'm never getting over that. <laughs> I've definitely have never. <laughs> I've never gotten over that. I refuse to. That is, oh, man. I I don't know. As somebody for everybody, whatever. I mean, and I, you know, I I would never have had a chance. But I still wouldn't. I'm still not over. Yeah. I, Why I, him? I feel you. I, man, it's it's weird. It's weird. If it would have been if it would have been Michael B. Jordan, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, right, right. I can take that. <laughs> French Montana. 
Why? Anyway, the convo couldn't have been good. Huh? <laughs> You've been doing that shit the whole time. <laughs> huh? Um, um, I said, baby, look at my thumbs. Huh? <laughs> All that to say. I mean, it, it really seems like there's an ongoing pattern of bad boy artists just never prospering outside of uh outside of puff's influence mm. or or having issues with their splits i'm like they or being owed money they usually don't live long enough to be oh shit <laughs> oh sorry oh we went there too soon and it and so it got a lot of people asking who is the common denominator here mm-hmm. and why and the d the i the d the D, the Y, the D, the I, the D. It's Diddy. It's Diddy. And to be fair, I don't think Diddy gave, made Black Rob have a stroke. But it doesn't make sense to have one of the just... I mean, Woe is a hip-hop landmark, almost. Like, no matter how you feel about top 40 and kind of crossover hits like that whoa was a legendary joint Mm -hmm. continues to be a legendary joint if you played if black rob hadn't passed and you played whoa in the club now it would go yep or what would happen in houston is you would play they would play whoa for about mm, 30 to 40 seconds and then they play the Houston version. Niggas, niggas outside of Texas don't don't mm-hmm. remember this. Mm-hmm. But niggas couldn't really relate to "whoa" because mm-hmm. we don't say "whoa." No. We say "man,", man. <laughs> and we play our version, "man." And uh, but that's again that is for another day because "man" that shit goes harder too. I would say it does. I have to say. <laughs> I was that was I you know that was at that time when I was kind of in between between uh like East Coast hip hop and hip hop right here in Houston and that was the joint to me and they didn't do it out of disrespect to Black oh, Robin no. if anything it was tribute and they say it in the beginning of the song we you know we you know we down south we 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 don't really get down with that whoa but we do get down with that man yeah because we don't yeah that, that it was just putting that concept in a language that Houston niggas understood. So Black Rob did have a great deal of influence um, all throughout. See what I did? I screwed up. You did? I I was trying to be fly. That is not loud. Y'all don't see y'all don't see ours over there hitting that man. That was the joint, nigga. <laughs> hitting, that, hitting that man. That's that boy Big Mo. That was the fucking joint, man. Southside, he's tying in this beat. Rest in paradise, bro. Mm. It was Big Mo that died, yep. that died, right? Yeah, yeah. It's that boy man. Big Mo. Shit. Come on, man. Rest in power. What? Rest in power, bro. Bang, man. Um. Bang, look, though, good. 
And I just, it it doesn't, and I, I hate to make his death about this, but I do think it's an, it's an important thing to unpack. It does not make sense that somebody that had one of the premier hits of that decade yeah. was homeless. That doesn't make any sense. And again, I, and again, a lot of you niggas, a lot of you toxic niggas going to go into this, man, ain't no another man responsible for no another man and all that. When you built your empire off of a nigga, I do believe that you have some that that you should have some kind of moral judgment that makes you want to see your niggas doing good as long as you are doing good. If I make a bag, my niggas get the bag. We already saw what he did to Craig Mack, so that should have told you everything. Ooh, oh, oh. Oh, and flavor in your ear was a bigger hit than anything Biggie had made up to that time. You 100%. see what he did to Craig Mack, hundred percent. So yeah, and it just and it's disturbing. And people like this whole color of the streets thing kind of is. That's why I think that when when this whole color of the streets thing kind of crosses over into into mainstream music and into rap and into the industry. I think that's when the lines get blurred and people get fucked over because it goes from no man is responsible for each other. But at the same time, the code of the street says it, the code of the streets still be homies over hoes. So I don't see why in that same, in that same light, you shouldn't be making, they don't have, sure they don't have to have the bag, but they shouldn't be homeless. Yeah, man. I mean, especially when you're a damn near billionaire. A billionaire, and you won't. Be, and and I and it, it makes me sick because people have such a short memory when it comes to Puff. Because everybody wants to lionize him lately as a hero for going off on General Motors. But I'm not giving. I'm not giving somebody who has such a sketchy who has such a sketchy relationship with the people they put on credit for doing something that again byron allen did weeks ago and got no burn for like you can't you can't even give like and and not even not even being funny like even if black rob's career failed you couldn't even like give him a job working in a call center at bad boy or some shit i mean something some and again I'm, i'm saying this without without knowing any of the circumstances around it correct the optics are just are just poor to me and that everyone that leaves Bad Boy leaves f- more worse off than they did before. Where the fuck is Loon? Where's G Dep? Where is G Dep? That made no damn uh, sense. Hopefully he's doing a special delivery with UPS or FedEx or somebody. Like it, it, to me, it, it's just bonkers. Like even Michael Jordan, he supported all his kids through their hopeful, you know, they, they hoping that they would play professional ball. And when that didn't pan out for any of his kids, they all just work for him. They're not going to starve. I can say this. You know, there are people where you feel like, damn, no matter what so-and-so is going through, that nigga always seems to be doing all right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I ain't never heard about Beans being homeless Mm -hmm. coming out of jail. Mm -hmm. You know, with with Jay-Z. Jay-Z, we can say a lot of shit about Hove. I ain't never heard about any of them state property niggas being ass out. Look, Memphis Bleak still eating. Still. 
and never did shit. Freeway had one good album. I, well, I, oh, I, I did hear it. Well, he was having health problems. Yeah. I ain't heard about him being homeless or, wor- or worried about... Black Rob was crowdfunding yeah. his medical bills right. at the end of his life. Just to put that in perspective. I think something got to change. And, and, you and know, Puffy uh, got multiple yachts. Multiple. So. Something got to change. And... You know, I and they, you know, uh, there have been there's another podcast, well, well known podcast where they were talking about a hip hop, a rap union, and trying to put something like that together to where shit like this don't happen. Um, I don't know the likelihood of I don't know the likelihood of that taking place or that being put into play anytime soon. But it ain't gonna be like that. Just take care of your people. Just just look out for one another, man. That that just don't make no sense. And it's it's a damn shame that Black Rob spent the last part of his life crowdfunding for his health. But all that aside, rest in power, Black Rob. Hopefully your hopefully your family and your loved ones find some kind of solace in this in this uh, terrible time. Um, I definitely appreciate the joy that um, his album brought to me. Um. So there's that. Was uh, that Child of the Ghetto? No, that's G. Depp. Okay. The Black Rob was life story. That's right. You're right. They put. It, 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 it's understandable. You don't know it because they pushed it back eight million times. True. <laughs> um. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, okay, this is where it gets a little dark. <clears throat> um. Why have we not spoken much at, or at all on the Derek Chauvin trial? Um, not a lot to say in that regard, but basically that I don't have a lot to say because I, one, I'm not watching it. First of all, I'm not watching it because it shouldn't take this long to come to a conclusion about something that literally the entire world saw happen on film. Doesn't make any sense. They come into the same, and it's just a bunch of white people coming to the same conclusions that we have all come to a million times over um, in the death of, in the in the year that we have been without George Floyd. Doesn't make any sense. They're all coming. It's all. It's, it's all. Well, what'd you see? Uh, I saw this man with his knee on this man's neck. Uh, what'd you see? I too saw this man with his knee on this other man's neck. Oh, okay. Well, let's get some. Well, let's get some. Uh, some expert witnesses in here. Uh, what does it look like he died from? Well, looks like he died from not having any fucking oxygen going to his brain. How you suppose that happened? Something must have been blocking his windpipe. Wonderful. Back to you, Judge. That's what it all looks like. Some shit we already know. Is there any other reason that this man could have not been getting oxygen to his brain? Oh, no. oh, oh, I know. Drugs. Really? Expert witness, what do you say? I still say something was blocking this motherfucker's windpipe. That's just me. Would you have any idea what that object might be? Looks like a blunt, looks like a blunt, like a knee. A knee, okay. Like a knee or elbow, some kind of joint. Was that knee attached to anyone here in the courtroom? Looks like a cop's knee. Hmm. 
Any cops in here? Oh, you mean the defendant? Yeah. Maybe he was maybe I, I, I suspect if he was being detained at the time that his windpipe was blocked, it's very possible that this knee could have been on this man's neck and deprived him of oxygen long enough to kill him. See how we solved that just now? They've been doing this shit for two weeks. Don't take no fucking two weeks to prove something that everybody saw on camera in plain view. That's why I haven't been paying attention to it. That's why I haven't watched this shit. That's why I don't have anything to say about it. Because we all know what it is. I'm just waiting on the fucking verdict. Yep, I'm just ready to skip ahead for the fuckery. Just skip to the end. That's it. I, so, no, I don't have anything to say there. First degree involuntary manslaughter. It, it, it's, it, it's, all, it's all too real. And it's all... It is, and the fact that they've televised it tells me that they, no matter what the verdict is, they want a race war to pop off. They want a race war to pop off. Well, you know, now that COVID is over, they they need to get back to some some good old fashioned out in the open. Have you noticed that racism? Have you noticed they have wasted no time since outside started getting open? Yeah, getting to the fuckery. Now the, the the wild part is there were mass shootings last year. We just didn't hear about them, but we're we're definitely making up for lost time now. One hundred percent. And the the same thing with um, you know, civil conflicts, as we'll call them. Um, they, 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 you know, they they need something to get prepared for by the time summer gets here. Of course they do. So, oh yeah, they're they're counting on the controversial decision. And this week has not been light on the bullshit. Right after we wrapped up recording last week's episode, I came home, ate, went to bed. And and just before I went to bed, I read that there was another fucking shooting by the police. What's crazy was I saw that and I was like, did I miss that? <laughs> like yesterday or something? You almost can't keep up anymore. Yeah. Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Now, how did Dante Wright get killed? Dante Wright got killed by a, a police officer, a woman who could not tell the difference between a gun and a taser. Anybody who has ever played laser tag, <laughs> anybody who's ever shot a water gun, knows the texture. Well, not water gun, but definitely laser tag. Knows the texture and the feel of a taser. Anybody who's ever been to the gun range knows the weight, the density, the feel of the material, the metal, is light years different from a gun, from, from a taser. One is strategically placed on your dominant side. That would be the gun. That is usually the gun. Your non-dominant side would be the taser. And this dingbat drew her taser and thought that she was drawing a gun. Even if this weren't bullshit, 
this is the peak of incompetence. So either you're an evil motherfucker or you're stupid. Maybe both. And I've seen tons of TikToks where police officers went out of their way to show you how they how they attach their holsters, how they clip their belts, the process in arming yourself. And there's no reason, from what I have seen, in my non-experience, that she could have confused this taser for this gun, other than just being a fucking idiot or an evil bitch. I've seen people get fired from the bank for coming up $5 short in their till. Um, you mistaking a taser, mistaking a gun for a taser is a bit more egregious than that. Um, and as you said, at, at, at best, you're completely incompetent and, and unbefitting for the role in which you play. But in any regards, it's, it's, uh, it's it's criminal negligence at least you ended someone's life so apparently he got pulled over because he had air fresheners hanging from the rearview mirror which is illegal which is illegal in and, some states and they ran the plates and he had like a bench warrant for traffic violations or something oh they always do yeah which i mean that's normal but it's like fuck how quickly do you do y'all How quickly do you motherfuckers act before you shoot someone? Like, as soon as you see just a twinkle in their eye, are you like, black, 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 black? It it it, it must take nothing. And it's insane. And it's like... And I know we're probably going to talk more about it, but again, you, you got to... There's a... Uh, how much training? I don't... A lot of training. They must need a lot of training. And there has to be a disconnect in the training. There has to be a disconnect in how information is received. If you're that scared and you're gun shy, why the fuck are you a police officer? And you're supposed to be the one coming from a point of authority, from a position of power. The authority figure should never be scared of me. Shout out to Bevan. Because Bevan has made it clear that she is tired of... Uh, although she's she's grateful for going viral every time this shit happens, she's yeah. tired of going viral. She's tired of the reason for going viral. Yeah, and and, and Bevan is the one that has a sign that says, um, you know, law enforcement officers are, are, are trained to use their guns and... Um, no, no. Yeah, cops are cops are armed and trained to use and trained to use their guns and expected to be, you know, calm in the face right. of whatever. Um, civilians are not. No, no, I got it backwards. Y'all see what I'm trying to it's say? Close enough. Yeah. Civilians are not trained and certified to use arms in the way that cops are, but we're the ones that are expected to remain calm. Correct. Under fire, but but cops can just bust shots at will. We cannot use that for the cover of this episode. I'm not. No, no. Okay. I know. I the the, the advertising, uh, the the yeah, they the scared. algorithms will fuck me up. They scared. Um, yeah, of course. Um, it it just and and it turns out that like, and I forgot the relationship exactly, but Dante Wright 
um, uh, Lieutenant Karan Nazario, who we reported on last week, mm-hmm. being pepper sprayed by the police, and George Floyd are all like with somewhere within five to six degrees separation of each other. George Floyd's girlfriend worked at a school with Dante Wright. Yeah. That doesn't, like, and that just goes to show, because everybody was comparing it to when uh, um, Fred Hampton's mother used to babysit Emmett Till. Is that the story? Something like that. Uh, Used to babysit Emmett Till. And, you know, we see, of course, how that, how that went on both sides of that. Um, and all of this was happening less than 11 blocks from the Derek Chauvin trial. As the Derek Chauvin trial was taking place. It's... If that isn't a sign that this needs, that, that this whole system, that the, that the police as a, as a system, as an organization as an institution, needs to be rewritten top to bottom, I don't know what the fuck is. My mother always says, now every time this shit happens, and every time the reason is stupid, my mother always says, you just can't do shit anymore. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't leave your house. And even then, you still might get shot. It's crazy that someone gets shot by police during a time in the same city where people are protesting someone getting shot by the police. And, the, and I think Dante Wright maybe didn't have the correct, maybe this is the one I heard about, where Dante Wright didn't have the correct information or his ID was expired. Guess what? That's not punishable by death. Not only that, we're in a pandemic. A lot of people ain't going to get their shit renewed right now. I think the grace period is over here in Texas, but I can tell you right now, a lot of people still ain't going. Regardless, it's not punishable by death. Oh, by the way, even if someone is guilty, cops do not have the authority to punish people by death. No, they do not. As well. Um, so uh, most of their arguments are bullshit. And then, he, and then here we have, what do we have? Adam Toledo. I think the very next day. Yeah. A 13-year-old boy. 13-year-old Mexican boy gets shot. Not only got shot, but got shot on video cam. On body cam. Yep. So, I think between that and Karan Nazario, I think we can go ahead and shut the fuck up about body cams. I remember that was the, that was the hot thing a couple years ago. Everybody wanted to put a body cam on these cops. Body cam, body cam, body cam. That don't mean shit. Uh, that's just a snuff video these days. And, and that's if it's working. Or if they turn it on. Yeah. Because half the time, that don't count for shit either. They hemmed up that man. We talked about last week, they hemmed up that man um, Oh, um, that was taking his trash out. And the real culprit was blocks away. And not black. <laughs> and not black. <laughs> and so now you've taken in a black man and his half-naked white wife. With the neighbor who reported it out there saying, you got the wrong person. Top to bottom. Needs to be cleaned out and reformed top to bottom. Replace it with something else. Anything. 
Because the argument can be made that the police are doing exactly what they were originally tr- they what are. they were originally implemented to do. They absolutely are. Um, top to bottom, put something else new in there. Put something else new. Let's never you let's let's never have the word police be a thing in real life ever again. How about that? That's how bad it's gotten. I know it's not realistic, but that's how bad it's gotten. And then this motherfucker. Oh, oh, oh! Here's my favorite. This is where we get a little light at the end of the tunnel. Jonathan Pentland. Mm. This was an interesting one. Um, Army Sergeant Jonathan Pentland uh, was harassing a young man uh, who I think, I I don't think we have his name. I think his name was D. Yeah, he's he's 16. He's a minor. So I want to say they weren't really releasing. Oh, they weren't really. He's he's technically a minor, I think. Right. Um, who was walking in his neighborhood in which he lives, like mm-hmm. he, like apparently he does routinely. And Sergeant Pentland uh, saw him, didn't recognize him, and him and his wife began to berate him and accost him for not knowing who he was and questioning what he was doing in this neighborhood. And they pushed him a lot, and they snatched his phone and slammed it on the ground and broke it. Um told him we're we're a real tight-knit community here we're a real tight-knit community we know everybody comes through here what are you doing here and could the kid have walked away maybe i wouldn't have i wouldn't have felt safe walking walking away with my back to this man Mm -hmm. especially when he tells me that he's gonna follow me home yeah we'll follow you home see where you live no the fuck you not first of all uh let me know i carry so if I go in my house and you follow me home, I will come out with that thing. Mm. Let's let's start there. White people gotta watch that shit. You can't follow everybody home. I I will okay. White people out there, just a bit of advice. If you ever decide to take it upon yourself to follow someone home especially a person of color. That will probably be the last trip you ever make. 100. People stay ready for you. And the neighborhood stay ready for you. Yeah. The neighborhood, just like you said, you didn't, you didn't know him. And you were looking sideways at somebody you didn't know. Mm-hmm. We do too. Right. So you we got go out- camera phones. We got guns too. And we're going to ask questions. You can walk out there barefoot all you want. Be all aggressive, aggressive with it. I assure you, if you were to follow Shiree home, Shiree would have lit that ass up. 100. 100. And not only that, they're going to give you chances because they're not going to talk to you. They're going to talk to, they gonna talk to, to their boy. As a matter hey, hey bro. Hey, you good, fam? Actually, yeah, actually, before you make it home, all his neighbors are going to look out and say, hey, what's up, man? You, you all right? You, you good, fam? Nah, this nigga talking about following me home and shit. Oh, word? The fuck? And by the time you get home, there'll be a crowd of no less than 12 people there <laughs> in support of you. Ready to whoop this dude's ass. The first thing, because the first, the, first, the first time you hear it in the air, there are certain ways black people let you know it's on. Now, if it's a, if it's a fair fight, 
most likely between Houston and Louisiana, you're going to hear somebody say, like a man. <laughs> like a man, bro. Like a man. Yeah. Now, around here, you're going you gonna to hear, oh, you think it's a game? You're going to hear square up? Or if we just got to go jump this nigga, you're going to hear somebody go, just in the background, got me fucked up. Fuck that shit. Got me fucked up. And your ass gonna catch it. You gonna go viral, bro. <laughs> you will go viral. 100%. You gonna have to square up. This, that's, when, that's when shit turns into the Hunger Games. So, uh, shout out to them for the one right decision they made in not following this young man home. Yeah. And shout out to the, to the, young, to the young woman. The black woman is God. Mm-hmm. It was a young woman that didn't know this man who filmed the whole thing. Yep. And finally, and finally told him, no, no, I'm with you. Come on. Come on. You're not looking for no, I see you're not looking for no problem. And you're not looking for no trouble from this man. I got it all on film. Come on. And no, and, and not even 24 hours later. Because black Twitter is some detectives out in this bitch. Look, man. They found this man's information. They they found <laughs> on Facebook. They found his his address. They found out that he's uh, he is an active um, military sergeant. They found the fort that he reports to. He's an instructor. Yeah, they were they they tweeted and reported it to his commanding general, who, by the way, is a nigga. <laughs> is a nigga. Is a Lance Reddick looking nigga too. <laughs> And immediately got on and was like, this type of behavior will not be condoned. Fuck that shit. I tell you what that office sounded like. All of a sudden, I'm telling you, the secretary outside, all of a sudden she hear, got me fucked up. <laughs> hey, and you know, you know, somebody in the back was like, man, I tell y'all that thing was crazy. <laughs> I guarantee somebody there already knew about him. Hell yeah. Already Hell yeah, they knew. know about Sergeant Jonathan. They already knew about him. With his old stone cold Steve Austin looking ass. Yeah. So he's he's being brought up on charges. He looks like he looks like Steve from the Jerry Springer show. He does look like Steve Wilkos. Yeah. It does. It's true. Yeah. But when, they yeah, he he's been brought up on charges in in a, in a military tribunal now. Not even we're not even talking. You can leave it down there. Okay. Not even talking like local police cuz local police couldn't really do anything except you know, get him for destroying property because he destroyed the dude's phone right i learned that when they when if they if the if the police themselves didn't see it um they can't they can't charge anybody yeah. for assault but you are if you are an active military personnel um they gonna get him the fuck out of there um uh, doing something to the citizens uh you know I, i'm just saying man he, he's probably going to be given at, at the very least a dishonorable discharge oh 100. probably be stripped of his rank and he's like, it, it, it's not all his certifications that you get. Man, people don't realize in the military, you get a lot of certifications that if you're mm-hmm. ever discharged, um, you can do all kinds of civilian work. Yep. He gonna get all that revoked. Well, the problem is, he's probably gonna become a cop. Yeah, man. Uh, private security. There's a lot of parachutes for yeah. 
there's a lot of parachutes for fuck shit. There's a lot, they put a lot of parachutes up for white people to just fail upwards. It's a goddamn shame. It could always be a cop in Minnesota. Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, I, they they probably updating their Indeed post right now. <laughs> um, let's see. Moving away from death. Uh, Thank you. Patrice Colors. Here we go with some more of this Black Lives Matter. Patrice Cullors, one of the founders of one one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, has been uh, has been under suspicion. She's been buying up a lot of million dollar homes, mm. which looks suspicious at first glance because um, Black Lives Matter just got a large million dollar cash injection. Mm. Uh, now Patrice Cullors swears that she has not used any of that money, and this is a this is a dangerous and egregious accusation. Um, and 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 if she says that's not where she got the money, then so be it. For now, until someone can produce some kind of proof, uh, that's not something anybody can hard charge blame her for. However, it is important to remember that Patrice Cullors is a self proclaimed Marxist. Oh. Hmm. A Marxist. Straight up communist, huh? Straight up. Why are you a Marxist buying up million dollar homes? Isn't that one home you have the only home you need? Marxist is in distributed equally amongst the people. Correct. Type Marxist. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to start the revolution, you can't be a broke boy. I'm just look. I need at least 4,000 square feet to do my thing. I'm just saying. I cannot effect systemic change if I don't have a four-car garage. Y'all got me fucked up. Broke boys don't deserve no justice. I know that's right. I'm just saying. Um, and Now, again, this is not not something we can necessarily nail Patrice Colors to the wall over. And what you do with your money is your business. However, what is your business though? What is her business? That and that is the question people are asking. Hmm. That is the question people are asking from uh it, it because this is part of a pattern now. This comes up just a couple weeks after we see Tamika Mallory under fire mm-hmm. uh for using Tamir Rice's name in vain. After we see Sean Sean King is a documented scam artist. After we see DeRay McKesson is a documented cloud uh, clout chaser. We're seeing a pattern of activists in the era of get on culture. And we're seeing a pattern of activists who seem more concerned with with income than they are with the work. Damn it, you missed you missed you missed the opportunity for a good pun. Did I? They're more concerned with the income than the outcome. Hey! It was right there, man. Hey! It was right there. It was right on the tip of my tongue. Damn it! God damn. Bars. Some writer I am. Fuck. <laughs> um 
And so th now this is a now this is becoming a pattern, and now this is something we have to look a little closer at. See, every time you have to focus the the micro the microscope lens a little closer. And and again, this isn't proof that Patrice Colors is any kind of scammer per se, or maybe not even that she's a clout chaser per se. But when you tell us that you're a Marxist and you're out here spinning it like you can't take it with you, hmm. we get to talk about you. Yeah. And you're supposed to be out here doing the work. We get to talk about you. I just want to see the receipt. Actually, I don't care. I don't care. Just be, just like, if you're going to do shit like that, just be honest and say, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to use this platform and profit off of it. Shit. I'm putting in the work. I'm risking my ass. I deserve, I, I deserve. I to, couldn't be mad at that, actually. I deserve something better than what I have. Just be real about it if that's the case. Um, What else we got? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah. So, Aaron Donald may or may not have whooped somebody's ass. May not. Probably may not. Definitely may not. At the top of, at the, top of the week, it was looking like uh, this dude got his ass whooped. Now, well, I mean, got his ass whooped. I mean, like Rocky too. I mean, he definitely got his ass whooped. Like, his eye was <laughs> swole shut. <laughs> Cut me, Mick. Eye <laughs> swole shut. Yeah. The cubic sequel. And his his lawyer made an announcement that he was going to be suing Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. That was all we knew. Somebody got their ass whooped and somebody was suing Aaron Donald. Then it was an accusation that Aaron Donald beat his ass because... For those of you who don't know, Aaron Donald is a football player for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. To say the least, Aaron Donald is a football player. <laughs> Aaron Donald is a large piece of iron. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen I have seen Aaron Donald move niggas twice his size with ease. Yeah. I am 6'4", 300 pounds. Aaron Donald could bench me. Yeah. Literally. Pick me up, lay down, and bench me. And I'd fear for my life. <laughs> This is not the man you who's by whose bad side you want to be on. Nah. Apparently, this apparently uh, his his a his uh, victim, his alleged victim, which is not a victim at all, was wiling at a party and saw him, and was so drunk. They took it outside, and he threw a bottle. That he apparently, according to him, he did not. He just threw wild. But it hit Aaron Donald on like it grazed his head. That's a wild streak of bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wild streak of bad luck. But apparently Aaron Donald was the only person who wasn't sick of this nigga. And they and they jumped him and beat the fuck out of him. And who saved him? It it turns out in the camera footage, who saved him but Aaron Donald? Correct. One hand threw niggas off of him. Yeah. And this is the man you were about to try to sue. Yeah. His lawyer's so fucking slick. His lawyers <laughs> took the his lawyer told that story like he was there. Yeah. That was what got me. But that's how clear the camera footage was. <laughs> Show was. Like you could just see like he was like, hey, he bumped it to him. He's like, what's up? And One then, hand. And then he got mobbed down and you see you see Aaron down there just like nah, cleaning nah, house. Nah, nah. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Like a like a like a lineman should. Yeah. 
Um, I gotta tell you, even though even though it turned out he didn't beat his ass, all this seems like this was the this was events that happened to the luckiest motherfucker alive. <laughs> Let this be a cautionary tale to all of you who are trying to rush back outside. <laughs> COVID may have saved you from an ass whipping over the last year. Just you know, it gave you time to think about how you are out in them streets. Yes. Some of y'all have not learned. Not at all. As evidenced by this young man. Look, it, y'all. Don't throw bottles. But if you do, make sure you don't hit an NFL player. Look where you're throwing. Yeah. Know where you're at. Look where you're throwing. Don't be so... If you're so drunk... No, no, no. I'm not even going... Yeah. You don't need to have a bottle in your hand. You don't. Outside. Aren't they supposed to take those from you when you leave? That's part of the problem. Yeah. Everybody outside, they forgot to do their fucking job. Um, hope Aaron, But shout out to Aaron Donald for being a good Samaritan when he didn't have to be. Because you, know you know who wouldn't have saved that man after throwing a bottle at me? Me. Neither me. Not me at all. I'd have filmed everything. I'd have been like, oh, damn. Somebody ought to get some help. That's... Fucked up. Looking mm. strong, John. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I tell you, choose a partner. If you choose a partner, make sure they're as happy to see you as James Buchanan <laughs> Barnes was to watch to watch fake Captain America get his ass whooped. <laughs> Bucky don't give a fuck, boy. Let me right. tell you something. When even in this past episode, small spoiler. When they were gonna, when they were about to fight him, yeah. John Walker was like, "You don't, you don't want, want to do this. You don't want this." Bucky said, "Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do." <laughs> <laughs> it was so matter of fact that he was like, "Actually, yeah, we do." Sam looked at him like, "Bruh, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you?" Bucky wanted that action, man. <laughs> Bucky been sick of this dude. Yeah, Bucky been sick of this dude since he heard that he has a black friend who calls himself Battlestar. <laughs> Oh man, rest in power, Lamar Hoskins. Shout out to John Walker being married to a look like an Afro Latina wife. Yeah, she was mad cute. Yeah, and uh, having to visit Lamar's black ass family. Black ass family. His sister didn't go for none of none that of that shit. shit. Get the fuck out of my face. You know Lamar's sister told him, "Hey man, that white boy gonna get you killed." <laughs> Those were her exact words. John's been a wild motherfucker since high school, bro. Yeah, Lamar was like, nah, he's cool, though. He's cool, though. You know, he's different. All right, all right. His wife is black. <laughs> all right. She know his ass crazy, too. Yeah. She tried to get that. She tried to get that. She tried to get that military pension. That's what she tried yeah. to do. I know them army wives. Uh, Fuck out of here. Uh, man. Oh, boy. That was a lot. Yeah, John it's, Walker got a lot. Got shout, a lot out to Sel- shout out to uh, Selena Meyer as Madam Hydra. Man, <laughs> I'm ready for that. Oh, that's so good. I, I, did, I we need more of that. I'm glad I didn't read any spoilers because I did not see that coming. Put we gotta she, she gotta have a Marvel contract. We yeah. gotta get her in the next shit. Well, yeah, supposedly she's in Black Widow also. Let's go. So, I, I think she's the person that they were alluding to is going to be an important player. Let's um, go. I'm may, with it. Maybe it'll lead to the Thunderbolts. Oh man, that'd be lit. We'll see. I hope but they better not give Zemo a squad. Maybe it'll lead to Secret Invasion also because in the comics. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Yep. We're not going. We're not going to do that to him. 
uh, not gonna manage their expectations too much. Um, most of them don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anyway. Yeah, this is true. Um, oh, somebody did. Somebody did mean to ask me to ask you. Do you do you watch uh, Snowfall? I've watched the first couple of seasons so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to start Snowfall too. Uh, a, a couple of people were asking because they really because they kind of want our take on it. I'm gonna go ahead and start watching Snowfall. Hmm. I'm gonna give y'all a non spoiler take. The lead character is unbelievable. <laughs> like no one has nuts the way that he does without getting killed. Apparently, it doesn't get any better. Yeah, like re- in recent like episodes. this this show really should have been one or two episodes long. <laughs> when you walk. When you walk into an Israeli drug lord's home, talking cash shit, you probably shouldn't walk out of it. But somehow he manages to. Uh, but I think it's well shot. Uh, it does have it does have some entertainment value. It's just it's just one of those shows that it's. And I hope I don't spoil it for you. It's, sure. Parts yeah. of it are just unbelievable to me but i guess if you suspend that disbelief then you you can work with it that that and that's kind of where everybody is like mm. like franklin said is un, unfuckwittable and everybody's just waiting on him to get his yeah um or see whether he gets away with it or whatever um so yeah well i'm, I'm gonna start watching it and I'm, I'll, I'll i'll keep y'all updated where i get caught up um might do a little something something special Whenever they decide to do the new season, I don't know. Well, new season is on now. They're oh, it's se- currently on. Currently on, yeah, season okay. four. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else we got? Uh, Triller Fight Night. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize this was becoming a regular thing. I don't. I'm not familiar with Triller. Um, I, I guess it's just one of these apps that's trying to get on like Vivo. Um. I don't again, I, I I know they acquired Versus. Yeah. Which is why Versus apparently looks like shit now. It is definitely not the same as uh Apple TV. Either you either you get it either you get it in one one place and it looks like shit, or you get it somewhere else and it sounds like shit. Yeah. Um So Triller's doing is actively trying to do fight night now. I, this is a weird this is a weird little thing where it's everything I'm a UFC fan and it's like everything that I love about UFC and everything that I kind of generally hate about what, the way they like kind of popularize mainstream sports because it's a lot of fuckery around the event I didn't even give a fuck about the event Jake Paul is fighting some washed this washed MMA dude Ben Askren and I I didn't give a fuck about that to be honest with you. Other than I think we need to have a conversation where Jake Paul needs to be stopped. They just need to he put, getting too bold. Yeah, they just need to match Jake Paul up with an actual boxer. One hundred percent. Ben Askren is an MMA fighter, but even though they are even though there are programs that you go through to train that are related, MMA is not boxing. Right. You are using your body, your stances your defense in completely different ways. Um, and that is not something you can train for overnight. Jake Paul, despite all the horrible things we can say about Jake Paul and his brother as human beings, has dedicated himself to mastering 
the techniques of boxing and you can tell he goes through the boring boxing drills that drill certain discipline into you um having said that the fight was a wash he whooped ben Askren's whole ass one of the announcers said that Ben Askren looked like a bag of milk. <laughs> Look, I, I know that Ben Askren is, I mean, not, I know that Triller is basically like TikTok for niggas. Okay, fair. Okay, that's what it is. That's okay. It seems to be what it is. All right, fair apparently. enough. Um, that being said, I will probably never register for it ever. No. But just seeing what I saw, like it's, it's, it's amusing because of how unprofessional it is. It is so niggerish. They had a panel that consisted of Oscar De La Hoya, Pete Davidson, Snoop, and other people. And let me tell you something. I'm, well, I'm actually, I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Pete Davidson was the most. He was the most self-aware about what bullshit <laughs> this was. Yeah. He was supposed to be the man on the ground. Yeah. Hi, it's Pete Davidson. Uh. We're here at this event that just shows how washed boxing is. Yeah. <laughs> None of this shit fucking matters. Um, it, I don't even know why these fuckers are boxing. He said both of these guys actually suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, he said, uh, you know, he said I'm probably the most professional person here, but I'm going to turn it back over to like actual announcers and not me. <laughs> and then Snoop, Snoop was just being your uncle. Watching a boxing match. I am so sick of uh, Snoop having a platform. I really am. I'm just sick of Snoop's Corona commercials. Cause them shits don't make sense. Oh God, him and Zoe Saldana. None of those commercials make sense at all. It's like they're trying to do a smoother version of the. Remember when Bud Light used to do the "What's Up"? Like they got Snoop out there just spitting gibberish. Him like, and Zoe Saldana and Bad Bunny or whatever. Yeah. That don't make no fucking sense. Um, But the fight night is so ratchet that my favorite part, all of my favorite aspects are things that have nothing to do with the fight. Yeah. Sweetie had the worst performance that I have ever seen any rapper have in the past 10 years. (laughs) Sweetie performed her little song with Doja Cat where Doja Cat was in the ring swaying back and forth. With her swivel hips like like Aaliyah and Queen of the Damned. And Sweetie is up on the stage doing choreography. She must have learned 10 minutes before the event. <laughs> the choreography was on point. Sweetie was not on point. And they're both lip syncing. They're not, but the problem is they're not lip syncing well. They're like <laughs> 90s Soul Train lip syncing. Like 90s Soul Train, color me bad. She's got scales. That shit. They are probably Mia People's dance machine. <laughs> That's a deep cut for y'all. Y'all don't know nothing about that. That was the bootleg soul train, but they didn't give a fuck <laughs> about that lip sync quality. Oh man. I see for me, Soul Train, that that era of Soul Train where I was just actively watching every Saturday was when they just got whatever whatever dude was playing handsome black guy number three at the time Shamar in something. Mo- Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore. Dorian Gregory, Dorian something, Dorian Wilson maybe. Damn. Oh shit. I dated myself with that one. Do y'all remember Damn. Dorian Wilson? Um, Dorian Wilson was in an Ava project recently, and the years have not been kind to him. <laughs> he has definitely embraced that gut. 
Uh, I'm happy for hey, him. Hey, hey. I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, but anyway, uh, this was one of the worst performances I've ever seen of anything. It was bad. The lip syncing was bad. I I hear you before I hear the music. Oh, it was nasty. And then my favorite part of the entire evening, y'all. If you have if you have your twenty twenty one bingo cards out, and you wrote and you wrote down Oscar De La Hoya coked up to the gods <laughs> on live TV, go ahead and cross that one off. Oscar De La Hoya was wildin'. He, so he wanted us to know he's coming back out of retirement. No. That he's coming out of retirement, no. and, that he, he, and he definitely wants us to know beyond anything else that it's Mike Tyson's fault. Yeah. Mike Tyson, I want to thank you. I love you. At, 50, at 57 years old, you look good. You feel good. Wait, you feel good? Wow. Hey, yo. Sir. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I, I don't. I am not a fan yeah. of pause. But goddamn, slow it down, sir. <laughs> and then he said, "So what can you? So what can we expect from you back in the ring? You expect me to be the baddest motherfucker alive? I'm going to be the baddest motherfucker out there. I'm going to be in it to the end. I'm going to go down to the end." And when sir, I, and when I asked for con for comment, Dana White said, <laughs> "Oh my god, Dana." Dana White is a fucking asshole. So uh, he is a longtime friend of Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, and they say they and, and apparently it was his first time hearing about it. Yeah, uh, Oscar De La Hoya is coming out of retirement. How do you feel about that, Dana? <sighs> Cocaine's not cheap. <laughs> it's expensive. Yes, <laughs> costs a lot of money. Yes, Dana White is a whole ass. He don't give a fuck who you are. Oscar. He will. He will. He will put you under the bus. Yeah. And sacrifice you to Kali hey, for a soundbite. Oscar was zooted. He was. When I say he was smacked, <laughs> he was smacked out of his fucking head. He was just wild. Just at the at the end of the comedy, Mike Tyson, I love you, Mike Tyson, so much that Mario Lopez, who I still not quite figured out why he's here, because he's the only professional on the, on this whole thing. Mario is always on standby to host something. <laughs> It's like in the. It's like if Steve Harvey ain't working, that's Mario why, Mario Lopez is always on standby. Hey, just let me know if you guys need anything. That's why he looks so good. They just hermetically seal him. Yeah. Until it's time to host something else that no one's gonna watch. Yeah. Like extra. And <laughs> what I tell you, De La Hoya was wilding. Mario Lopez comes out there and hugs him. But said, you can tell it's that friend, it's that friend hug when you know you've been drinking a lot. Hey man, chill, man. Slow down, slow down, bro. Yeah, you gotta chill just a little bit, bro. Chill out, bro. You know we we have a good time, bro. You still, on camera. You. You still on camera, bro? Just, They're watching you. Just slow down, you know what I'm saying? You Amiga, <laughs> boy, I tell you that was for me. That was the highlight of the whole night because the fight was stupid. And then, oh god, Snoop, what was it? Snoop E40 too short. And someone else, for, and some other Cali nigga, have formed a super group. Mm -mm. And they're all performing together. No. And no one wants to see it. I no. definitely didn't watch it. Not in 2021. Nope. I don't, I don't need, the, I don't need the, the washed 40, 50-plus-year-old version of Narls Barkley. Mm -hmm. I don't need it. 
don't need the actual age version of the Rat Pack. <laughs> Man, I don't know what audience Triller is going for. Any. <laughs> First available. I, I You know, I, whatever audience they're going for, I don't know. I hope they get it. I, I mean, just, this is uh, this is some weird, low budget ratchet shit, and it is not a good look for the company that just acquired Versus. Ooh. It is not. I tell you, it is a it is a fucking train wreck. Hey, um, as long as they keep broadcasting Versus on on IG, I'm I'm good with that. One hundred. I don't need Triller for niggas. I mean TikTok for niggas. Um. I, I guess that's a good place to take a quick break. We'll All be right. back with more foolishness and fuckery. You're listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. I tell you, this 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 vodka is hitting. Uh, we switched to clear this week. We've gone through half a bottle almost. Oh, this is hitting. Yeah, I'm here for it. This is wonderful. Um, we're gonna try a little something new here. You know, we're always evolving. Uh, got a new jump for y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and and just get into it. It is time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with the air horns. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what it is when you hear that shit. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Oh, we got a. Oh, we actually have a, a some. Well, I'm gonna do this one first. Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, oh, damn. The young man who shot up half a half a city block. Um, is not only in the wind. Like the police really don't know where this motherfucker is. They don't know where he is. What what they mean is they're not keeping up with him. Uh, they did they they don't know because they didn't bother to ask because they don't care. They know where he is. They, I mean, they just don't want you to know where he is. Yeah, that's true too. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse is getting donations. He's got to go fund me. And they've traced some of the money back. He's getting donations from cops, y'all. Shocking. To the surprise of no black people whatsoever. Shocking. First of all, y'all ain't keeping up with this motherfucker. If this is a if this is a black man who pulled this shit, I can tell you, the black man who pulled this shit in Austin, we're gonna know where he is forever for the rest of his life. I mean, they probably know where he, they probably caught him by now. I was gonna say he's. I was gonna say they're gonna know where he is because that's where you. That's why you bury people. Um. Meanwhile, Kyle Rittenhouse is just out here making this money for murder. He's officially a murderer for hire. Oops, did I say for hire? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. I guess he's in the Winter Soldier program at this point. <sighs> I didn't want to be the one to make the crack, but I didn't want to be the one to do it. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, uh, we have a... Oh, yeah, we have a submission here from our favorite uh, White People Must Be Stopped correspondent, Chef. Chef. Ever saw Fallon? What go down? Chef. Um, Whenever you get double backs, Chef, we get them 
get them meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> Pause just in case. Yeah. <laughs> um, he writes, "Oops, at oh, oh, this is a a menace. Oh, uh, uh, oh, an anti-mask driver." Hey, can I can I pause you real quick? Yes. Um. So the 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 shooter in Austin, who's, yeah, who's still on the run now. Um, he's a former Travis County Sheriff's Office detective, and he's uh facing charges of sexual assault of a child. Holy shit! This is not the way. Oh my god! So what the fucking fuck, man? Yeah, he was booked into jail in June of last year. Spent a couple weeks behind bars. His wife filed for a protective order and divorced him after his arrest. Uh, it's not looking good for him. Nor should it be. Fuck him. So, absolutely fuck him. Man. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. I don't say. I can't. Yeah, ain't no, ain't, ain't no, ain't no standing up for that shit. Sorry. Um, I cut you off. No, it's all good. Uh, basically, this uh, anti this this white anti-masker was on the. You, you didn't have to say white anti-masker. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah. No, yeah. you did. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. You I did. forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I'm around niggas. Yeah. Um, this white anti-mask driver was on the run. Um. Oh shit! Hanging from tra- oh god. Uh, he killed a Minnesota cop. Um. Ran over a Minnesota cop. Killed him with a hammer. Damn. They caught him. Wait. They caught him. And he's not dead. He ran over someone and killed him with a it hammer? It looks like he killed him with a hammer, primarily. He was trying to get away. Let's see. Ibersol says, no accidental murders here. I guess that white dude resisting arrest, assaulting an officer with a deadly weapon, hit the cop in the face with a hammer while attempting vehicular manslaughter with said cop hanging from his window. Was later apprehended and unharmed, but you know, unarmed black supervillains or whatever the fuck. Hashtag white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. I'm just saying. Damn. Just saying. I, you know, and and unharmed probably it probably stopped to give him something to eat. Burger King already got a special for that too, you know. And where do you think this happened? Minnesota. Minnesota turned into Florida. Hey Bob, is Sherry working today? Well, no, Sherry's off today, but she got me as assistant manager. What you need? They got they. It's like they're. Yeah, like we they're just all Joe Exotic out. Yeah, can we get a? I mean, can we just get a a Dylan Roof? A Dylan Roof to go. Just a Dylan Roof to go. Oh man! Uh, y'all got another one out there? Yeah, man. Yeah, you know. You know how it is. You know he's a little hungry. We gotta. I love know. how I love how Minnesota is 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 nowhere that rural, but we just <laughs> we just assume they're all like Tommy Lee Jones and yeah. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, we gotta we so, got a long drive to the a long drive to the uh, to the police station. Yeah, signs and wonders, signs and wonders. I don't even know what a Minnesota. I don't know what Minnesota people talk like. Yeah, either. I it's just true. assume they sound like Canadians. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. I don't know. I need to watch more Fargo. <laughs> is that Minnesota? Uh, is it? No, I don't no, know. No, <laughs> I, I, I doubt it. I was educated in Texas, y'all. 
Oh, just don't do that. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else for white people must be stopped? I it's it's it it feels like it's all white people must be stopped this week. To be <laughs> honest with you, I texted I texted Randall very early in the week. It's like yeah. it feels like this episode is going to be all white people must. We're be stopped. eventually going to have one of those episodes. I already see it. I it, it slouching wait, towards it. Wait I till the world fully opens up. Oh God. I don't even want like the like the like the day that Fauci really gives us the all clear. I'm, <laughs> I hope I don't have a job by then because I won't be coming for a week. Wow, I'm I'm just not I'm not. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm really trying to be very strategic in planning out my vacation this summer. You know, it's you know it's vacation season. Yeah, and I ain't got no job to take take the take off from. <laughs> I and somebody said on Twitter, I really want to go back to New York because and they said they were like there are people that are going to be celebrating the life of DMX and Black Rob and Outside is Open and the energy should just be really positive mm-hmm. which tells me that the energy might not be that positive No. anytime you think the energy should be positive anywhere it's usually probably not but I, I have people I miss out there in NY, and I need to get the fuck out. I'll, I have not seen anywhere but this house wow. and my own house Wow! in a year. I got to get out of Dodge. Damn. Uh, You've been a total of like seven miles from your home over the last year. 100%. That is. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, send your racist stories, send your racist real life encounters, along with your listener letters, any, any questions that you have for myself, D. Randall, or any guests we ever have on this podcast, please send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. This is why I don't fuck with white people. And that's for white people. That is it for white people must be stopped. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to finish it off with the listener letters in the top three. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sober Conversation with the Least Sober Team in Podcasting. Opinions while black. Pour up. And we are back. Mm-hmm. We are black. Mm-hmm. We are opinionated. Yes, sir. So help me God. We are out of here. Yes. Love it. I am all here for it. Drinking clear. God damn, we are. Um, I still got to cut the grass today. <laughs> Not going to look good. Um, It's time for your listener letters. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Um, We got. Oh, we have David Santiago. Why are the very worst representations of a demographic also the most vocal? I'm stuck listening to my two <laughs> listening to two incels, my roommate and his friend, talk about how women don't deserve to be protected if they can't smile at men. One of them looks like if Beetlejuice from Howard Stern fucked old Otis from Martin and only showers once a week. And the other is a literal, no exaggeration, forty year old virgin. Oh shit. And the actual meme of Mama's Basement Yu-Gi-Oh playing corpulent, greasy-haired dweeb who also only showers once a week and neither of them can cook. Also, currently wearing an Opinions While Black 
uh, designer drinker shirt, designated drinker shirt, and definitely about to take a drink listening to these fucking twits. Wow. God bless you. Well, uh, I, I don't have an answer for you, David. I do. But that is an absolutely spot on observation. It's called the Amber Rose Effect. Oh. Um, David Braff, uh, one of the minds behind Lit BKNY, um, coined this phrase. It's called the Amber, the, it's called the Amber Rose Effect. The reason it's named after Amber Rose, Amber Rose would definitely consider herself a feminist. Amber Rose definitely has legit, um, rational reasons to consider herself a feminist. Amber Rose has every right to have her voice heard as a woman that has been through um that has that has been through sexual harassment that has been through sexual trauma is Amber Rose the best person to be the fig- to be a figurehead speaking for her, for her kind? No. 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 Just like we're totally fine with Cardi B speaking her mind about about the uh the the conservatives and about Candace Owens. Is Cardi B the best person to be taking on Candace Owens in a battle of wits? No. 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 Um, this is the Amber Rose effect. Um, noble, no, usually a noble sentiment. In this case, not so noble. Um, worst possible representative running their mouth about it. <laughs> or, you know, this is some no pussy getting shit. Maybe these are the best representatives for it. True. I, I I can't think of a I can't think of a better advocate for this MRA bullshit than these greasy dweeb Corey Feldman looking motherfuckers. Actually, actually, I think they're doing a perfect job representing their kind. You also need another roommate. Yeah, man, you need another roommate, man. I wouldn't. I you got kids. I wouldn't have my kids around them. Yeah, not never. Um, not judging. Not judging you because. You live up north, uh, rent is tough, everybody doing what they gotta do. Yeah. It's a pandemic. I ain't mad at you. Um Damn, that's that's your that's your quarantine block too. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, man. It's rough out there in Philly. Damn. Uh who else we got here? Oh, we got Tails to Enrage. All right. Welcome back. Uh having having been pleasantly shocked to find out about the Netflix uh, Yas- uh, the the Netflix Yasuke anime mm-hmm. coming out this month. What are some of the creative projects you've been shocked but happy to hear about last minute? Damn, it's a good question. the 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 best thing I can think of for this is because I didn't know about it until probably a week before is the Nevers. Yeah, the Nevers. Uh, I was and I didn't know it was Joss Whedon. I like in the way they market it, you wouldn't know it was Joss Whedon until the, the end credits. Yeah, literally, like if it was if, if Joss Whedon was up right now, they would be saying the mind behind Buffy and Firefly and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, and they just say HBO's latest fantasy saga or whatever, and you you're all into it. That's why people are so shocked because everybody they're all into it, and then they watch it and they they're pulled in by the ending. And you look up and boom, executive produ- directed by Joss Whedon, executive producer Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did like three or four episodes in the first season uh, before he left. Uh, 
I'm happy to see it, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I didn't know what to expect from this. I saw Steampunk. I saw Superpowers. Um, it actually ended up pretty good. It's a pretty decent cast. Um, some people I, I, some people I don't recognize, some people I expect to see more of in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see where to, to see where this goes for this first season. It's got a lot of Joss Whedon's good habits. It's got a couple of Joss Whedon's bad habits. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm interested to see what a new showrunner does with it. I, um. Uh... My answer is kind of a cheat. It doesn't count because it's something that's already been released. Mm-hmm. But I became aware of it in enough time to be part of the um, the vocal wave of supporters to keep it going. Uh, the Warrior series on oh, shit. on HBO Max. Even though I know they've already had they they've already had two seasons. They just got picked up for season three. They just got picked up for season three, and I was one of those people who just learned about it. I just learned about it a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, I want to say maybe in December during the winter break. I know I'm hella late on it. But I fell in love with that show. And and I caught it as the second. Well, I'm assuming. And, and forgive me all of my timing is off. I feel like I caught it as the second season was ending. Okay. And, um, and I learned shortly after it that it wasn't. It had not been picked up. Did you just do that straight? No. Oh, okay. No. I had not been. It had not been picked up for a third season. But there were a lot of people, including myself, who were like, "No, nah, we got to keep this rolling." Like I just found out about this shit. Y'all can't stop it now. Like the story really is just getting started. It's good representation. Yeah, good representation. Uh, it passed the wife test. She's she's half Asian, so she <laughs> she understood. And it's better. And it's better than like. Cause you know they just brought back Kung Fu the show, on C, but it's on CW. Yeah. So we know it's gonna be a whole bunch of feelings yeah. and shit. Yeah. No action. No hands. Just all feelings. Man. Oh, oh she. Oh, she does a bunch of, uh, Wu Ping Matrix flying and shit. I don't really want to see that in the CW show. No. Or I don't. I don't trust CW to do any of this shit well. True. Because they're doing. They're doing Walker Texas Ranger. They're doing Walker, Texas Ranger, and who is playing Walker? Um, Not Chuck. Sam from Supernatural. I don't know who that is. The dark-haired one from Supernatural. Sure. Okay. 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 You don't know what they look like. My okay. wife knows. I don't. Ah, gotcha. I gotcha. Don't gotcha. Watch Supernatural. Not somebody. I'll. I'll just say, not the guy who needs to be playing Cordell <laughs> Walker. You can tell there's going to be no kung fu with this guy. Yeah. He knows about as much kung fu as that dude from Iron Fist. The one who played Iron Fist? Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. None of that shit. But uh, I'm happy for Warrior. Yeah. All them motherfuckers got hands. All of them. They they practiced it too. All Boy. of them. The, the other show, again, kind of a little bit of a cheat, but it was one of the shows that I, I learned about very, like right before it came out. It was Solar Opposites on Hulu, made by the same creators of Rick and Morty. Ah, the Justin Roiland dude. Yeah, okay. Justin yeah. Roiland. Very good show. Um Honestly, I have not. I'm not really caught up with what's about to come out. I've spent like the last year right. catching up on shit. Yeah, that I should have like Snowpiercer was another show. Like, and, we, and I've talked about Snowpiercer before, so I won't. I won't right. go into that too much. But that's how I've been finding out about a lot of things. Like, okay, now I have time to binge it. Oh shit, it's actually good. 
Um, because a lot of production was halted last year, there's not a lot right now. Or everybody's playing catch-up. Yeah. There's not a lot right now on my radar that I want to catch up on. I, I mean, that's that's coming out that I'm like, oh, I'm going to say it's, 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 it's hard. Yeah, when, when everything stopped up, it's hard for anything to sneak up on you. Yeah. Like, I think the most anything snuck up on me is I think we're supposed to get a new season of Castlevania this month. Hmm. Um, I have not gotten through. I think it's the final season, too. I haven't gotten through the last season, so I should probably do that. I don't know what I don't know what takes me so long with Castlevania. So weird. It's, it's not a lot of episodes in a season. Um, it doesn't really drag much. Um, but I like it. Yeah. Despite Warren Ellis having turned out to be a piece of shit. Um. So I'll you know, but I I, I am one of completion, so I'll probably give it a chance. I think all of the Marvel series also. Uh, I, I would kind of put in that same little vein because even though they were announced a couple of years ago to see the rollout and to see that each of them in their own way so far have actually been better than I expected they would be. They have stuck the landing. Yeah. And even just, just off the, just off the trailer for the, the Loki series that I accidentally yes. saw and didn't want to see like that looks very intriguing. They, they look like very different shows that in their own way are very intriguing. I'm very impressed. Yeah, I am. So, I'm, I'm definitely ready for I'm that. I'm here for it. Um, I think that's all we got this time. Uh, thank you very much, Tales to Enrage. Thank you very much, David. Uh, always, always glad to hear from the usual suspects. Um, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com is where you need to be to find us. Um, on with the show. Mm-hmm. It's time for the top three STFUs. Who are the top three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut up! We have a runner-up. Our runner-up this this week is Meek Mill. Meek Mill said something? Meek Mill tweeted, and I quote, What is What the fuck is pH balance mean? <laughs> Sounds like an excuse. That is very easily relieved. By typing in the words google.com and putting those same words into the blank field and pressing the enter button. Meek Mill has a Meek Mill has a girlfriend. Meek Mill has a girlfriend. A girlfriend could explain this to him. Meek Mill should not have a I think I think he has a daughter. Meek Mill should not have a daughter and have to have pH balance explained to him. Shout out to everyone who disbelieves in basic science. Without even looking into the science of that science, Meek Mill's one of these niggas who just says some shit and it goes. And you, he hears some shit and says, "I ain't never heard that before." Y'all just making that shit up, yeah, on this millennial bullshit. Like the niggas who go, "Man, y'all this toxic masculinity bullshit." I ain't never heard that before. Now, y'all just making up some shit. You ain't never heard it before because all you've hung out with all your life is fuck niggas. That's why you know. A good rule of thumb is if you are the smartest person in the room, you need to go to another room. 100. 100. That is... Um, pH balance? Like, that's that's something that you can very easily look up. Like, don't be dumb and loud. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like an excuse. You better, you better, you better hope somebody with bad pH balance didn't... Did, did, this then uh not giving you some pussy you better hope 
Wow. Every time, man. You know what? I should expect this level of intelligence from somebody who keeps getting outwitted by 6ix9ine. Right. Let me, you know, let me go back there and say how not surprised I should be by somebody who is the coyote to Takashi 6ix9ine's Roadrunner. Wow. That's not a good place to be, Meek. Wow. That's not a good place to be entering your 40s. Is it, man? Yeah, he should be entering his 40s. So pH balance is basically a conspiracy to him. Down, man. Shut, the, shut up. Now you see why his dumb ass went to jail. Better to keep it a secret that you're a fucking moron than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Shut up! Uh, number three on our list is Michael Rappaport. Uh, just like herpes, he will not go away. <laughs> wow. Uh, he can only be suppressed. He cannot be killed. Woo. Um, Michael Rappaport is back. Is on Instagram. Uh, he be as the rabble rouser he is, rousing all the wrong rabble as usual. Um, he posted uh, a killing or a shooting in Chicago and addressed black, presumably addressed black people and said, "Are y'all going to protest this too?" White people. And fuck niggas always pivot to Chicago. Anytime they want to not give a fuck about Black Lives Matter, they always pivot to Chicago. Mm. Y'all ain't doing nothing about that. It ain't that we're not doing nothing about it. We don't like that going on either. You know what? I'm explaining too much. You are. This doesn't require explanation for anybody but Michael Rappaport. And fuck him. Why are you still talking to us? This is what happens. Hey, y'all, this is what happens when you let certain people at the cookout that that they tell you about, like, oh, no, man, I don't know about him, bro. No, he's cool. This is what this is what happens when you meet people at the cookout that seem cool and want to be a part of the culture, and you talk to them a little sassy, and now all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden they hate. I was just watching uh, Higher Learning the other day. I was like, he literally just became Remy from Higher Learning. That did not age well for him at all. No. As a matter of fact, he was also in Copland, which did not age well for him at all. Right. Some some uh, some niggas cut him off on the road, and he sped up to catch up with him, and ended up shooting him. Sounds about right. Hey, somewhere in America, Gary Owens is concerned. He's like, my, I, that's not me, y'all. You mean he's not happy the heat's off of him? I mean, that just means more people are going to be watching him. Also true. Bill Burr, chill. I, I'll say, watch your ass. <laughs> watch your ass. You know, Bill Burr's wife is probably like, hey, even right on that edge. Yeah, his wife is like, hey, see, that's why I tell you to sit your ass down. Watch your ass, fam. Uh, until then. Oh, Michael Rappaport can get a new skin conditioner and shut the fuck up. Shut, 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 shut up! Or skin conditioner at all. Yeah. Number two is Kevin Samuels. If it weren't for the number one this week, there's literally no one I would I would love to see fall down the stairs more than Kevin Samuels. By, by any means down the by stairs. By any means. I'm not saying I'd push him. No. Any means that he can find to, to fall down the stairs... In a painful, excruciating, bone-breaking way, would be very happy. I'd be very happy to see it. Yes, 
Kevin Samuels was on the recent uh, recent episode of the Joe Budden podcast. I am massaging my temples as I say that because that sentence alone induces a headache. So Rory Amal must still be gone. Oh, to their benefit in this in this week, Rory Amal is still absent. <laughs> um, we don't know if they're ever coming back. Nope. Um. Uh, Maul, maybe. Rory, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, And Joe and his B-Squad have had uh, legendary fuck nigga demigod Kevin Samuels on the podcast for a special episode, hour and 30 minute interview, which was an hour and 29 minutes too long. So they gave him the largest platform he's ever had. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Okay. By my approximation, probably ever will have. Yeah. He ain't going to make it to BET at the rate he's going. <sighs> Kevin Samuels, the problem with Kevin Samuels, and I could I could pick it. It's, it's not any one thing that he said necessarily. It's that all of his arguments are bad faith arguments. Mm-hmm. That he throws in a little historical context to make it sound, to make it sound geeky and factual. The problem is the people that agree with him, oh, he's telling the truth. Anybody that says, oh, he's telling the truth is usually telling their truth. Right. And your truth is not always or very rarely the unequivocal truth. Almost never. Because it lacks nuance and very and almost never has and almost never has a fair perspective of the other side. Right. Kevin Samuels is a is a master. He's the Michael Jordan of bad faith arguments. Mm. He compares himself to Gordon Ramsay. First of all, what? This man said that just because that this man said that Gordon Ramsay is made famous and people is popular. For talking for for talking bad to people and calling them names, but it's a problem when when Kevin Samuels does it. You know what the difference is? Gordon Ramsay, by all approximate, I've watched enough Gordon Ramsay where I, I can probably I can probably tell you. Right. I've watched enough Kitchen Nightmares. I've watched enough Hell's Kitchen. By the way, Hell's Kitchen is not the primary representation for. Uh, what who Gordon Ramsay is and what he does. Right. That is the thing that gets us going here in the states because Gordon Ramsay is a former it's clearly for TV. Mm-hmm. Because Gordon Ramsay is a, is a former soccer player and we expect him to have that Vinnie Jones tough guy attitude. Yep. He's clearly fucking with these people and trying to give them the idea of what it's like to be in a real uh in a real sous chef's kitchen. Yep. And how and how and how hard they can be, and how grating they can be sometimes. You are just fucking with black women for shits and giggles. And maybe it's not your shits and giggles, but the people that follow you and worship you get off on this shit. They beat off to it. <laughs> I swear they do. They act like they beat off to this shit, man. And and, and the other and the other half of that is that. Everybody who's ever met Gordon Ramsay, everybody who's encountered him, especially in Kitchen Nightmares, people who meet him in real life, 
I've never heard a bad thing about Gordon Ramsay in real life. Right. Everybody who's ever met him says he is the most courteous person and that he is and that he is the most understanding and and well-meaning person you could probably encounter. And that he actually does have a heart. Everybody's very everybody's always very surprised to see that Gordon Ramsay is actually not a bad guy at all. Right. And I've heard you, all the same things about him. You don't have the, that. Don't have don't have that benefit of the doubt anywhere. You are you seem to be you everywhere you go. Yep, and and proud of it. I swear I don't understand. So right there already, I know he's a fool. He 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 thinks Beyonce's an eight, so I know he's stupid already. And this motherfucker says shit, he, and he says some of the goofiest shit. Um. What was that he said about uh Oh his his take on baby mamas his take on single mothers he constantly in this interview shames single mothers and it's like you need to be held accountable for your choices as if having a as if having a kid out of wedlock is a capital fucking crime My thing is this you can you can't criticize you can't criticize a group of people, man or woman, without first understanding the reason that they exist. You can't criticize single mothers for their quote unquote decisions having children out of wedlock and not call the men to question at all. They're not having these kids by their fucking self. They're not. They're not having these kids alone. It's not an immaculate conception. For every single mother, there's a nigga, there's a nigga that's not sticking around to do his part. Not every single mother. That's not fair. But the ones the ones that you seem to be talking about, they didn't just get this I don't need a I don't need a nigga narrative out of nowhere. They got it from a nigga from a nigga not needing them. Yeah. That's that's the demographic you're speaking to. Second, third of all, you're a 52 year old man telling 27 year olds what they should shouldn't do with their fucking body. And that's and that's yeah, that's exactly what I'm kind of leaning into. Like, you're basically telling people who could be your children's age what they shouldn't shouldn't do with their bodies. You, why are you 52 rating, sweetie? I mean, you you sound like Mitch McConnell and them <laughs> trying to. Trying to tell women what to do with their bodies and, and trying to put respectability politics into some shit. It's exactly that. That you're completely washed and away from. It's exactly that. He went on this tirade about how, well, back in my day, you know, when we had, you know, we had women like Diane Carroll and Pam Greer and, you know. You're also oh, single, sir. <laughs> for, all the, for all the shit that you talk, sir, you're also single. You yourself are not even, and you're not paying child support. I don't want to hear about about baby mamas, and I don't want to hear about single mothers from somebody who ain't supporting his fucking kids. Correct. So by your own standards, you are not even the high value man you keep railing on and on and on about. So what the fuck are you doing? And then this whole thing of, oh, well... People are going to talk about how I'm divorced, and people are going to talk about my child support, or whatever. That's the problem: is that men are always held negatively by their past, and women are never to be held negatively by their past. Are you out of your fucking mind? The fact that y'all always create such a stir about quote unquote single mothers makes that whole thing a lie. 
the the stigma that y'all have created over over single parenthood is 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 exactly what you're talking about. So shut the fuck up on that. Kaylani tried to kill herself. Was in the hospital after trying to kill herself, and niggas said she was just lying with no proof. None. Niggas said she was just quote unquote flexing for the gram. Because she was supposedly cheating on Kyrie Irving, who she had not been in a fucking relationship with for months. Who Kyrie Irving had to come out and say, I don't even date her anymore. But women aren't held to their past? Mm. J-Lo just got out of a fucking out of a fucking relationship with and I know I'm going a little long. No, you're good. Um J-Lo just got out of a fucking relationship with uh uh A-Rod. They just announced that that's officially over, and niggas got on niggas got on Twitter and went on these fucking tirades of, "Well, J Lo, maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem in your relationships." J Lo has been serious with four men in twenty years, maybe five. In twenty years, you niggas ain't been out of the talking phase since twenty ten, and you got the nerve to say somebody else is the problem. Y'all ain't been out of talking phase so long. Y'all went and came up with a fucking word for it. Situationships. But J-Lo is the problem? Suck my whole dick. Y'all holding every nigga that she fucked with since 2000 against her, but women's past is never held to them negatively? Yeah, it's like that whole cliched argument that we talk about when, when, when men always look down on the number of bodies that a woman has. But men are allowed to, you know. But men are fucking it, superheroes for their many, bodies. Yeah, have as many notches as they want to. It's, it's it's the same shit. So to even have the argument that women are not judged for their past negatively is is a complete reversal of the truth. Complete reversal of the truth. Men are revered, like like the stigma of a divorced woman, for example. Like if 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 a woman is divorced, it's you know, what what did she do? What's wrong with her? Why can't she keep someone? Kevin Samuels was divorced, right? Yes. So why does he not get that stigma uh, attached to him the same way that they do? Why didn't to women? Steve Harvey get that that same hmm. energy before him? They allowed that man to write whole books about his bullshit. Derek Jackson was cheating on his wife. Not only was cheating on his wife right up until and beyond when he admitted to cheating before, right? But was cheating long before that. Long enough to try to to try to uh, make money and make a book out of it, and people are still gonna follow Derek Jackson because they're fucking morons. But women, but, but men are only held negatively to their past. Suck my dick. This is the worst. When I say this man infuriates me, this is the worst kind of human being. We're living in a. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We're living in a desperate fucking time. We're living in a desperate time where we need each other as a community. And we have serious problems and we need serious people to solve them. And Kevin Samuels is not serious in the least bit. He wants to blame you for me. He wants to make you feel bad about, about where you are in life. In an era where we've witnessed the fall of Derek Jackson, one must rise to take his place. And is, this motherfucker is it. And this motherfucker is it. Because there is never a train accident around when you need one. <laughs> 
My God, I wish motherfuckers look. See, it, see, it's super villain motherfuckers like this that make me wish shit like Mr. Glass were real. I wish this motherfucker were Mr. Glass. I really do. <laughs> Fall down the stairs. Break your little cane. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm all, I, I know he hasn't been around long, but I'm already sick of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I need this motherfucker to be over. And, and the motherfuckers that swear he's a superhero will turn around and anytime you say anything remotely positive about black women, you're a panderer. Suck my dick. Because none of you niggas that call me a panderer, none of you niggas that call me a simp, none of you will say it to my face because you can't fight. And I double do- and I double dog dare you to challenge the assertion. Wherever the fuck you are, not one of you that swears that swears about all this simp shit got hands. Not none of you. Turn it up so you can, so your problematic boyfriend can hear that shit. Kevin Samuels, you are the worst human being walking the fucking planet. Second worst. Second worst because these motherfuckers next up are pretty bad. Eat a dick. Eat a black-owned dick. My God, step on a Lego. Go the fuck away, you overgrown golem-looking bitch. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Hey, man. Oh boy, he's mad. And the number one person who should shut the fuck up <coughs> is the gentleman hosting the Silverback Chronicles podcast. Okay, get this one out quick. All right, uh, the Silverback Chronicles podcast is a podcast with two uh, current cops, I believe, current Baltimore cops, formerly NYPD. Um, I don't know what the fuck they talk about on there. Actually, I didn't. I I, I didn't fix. I didn't. I couldn't fix my ears to listen to their actual content. Um, but Van Lathan, in the, once the Dante Wright story came out, Van Lathan put out a call on social media because he wanted to talk to police about procedure and he wanted to understand, and he wanted to understand maybe the mentality that goes behind some of these uh, police shootings and some of these wrongful arrests. Van Lathan, now I understand why. Why would he want to talk to these motherfuckers? Van Lathan, for whatever you got to say about the people he talks to, Van Lathan is very dedicated and serious about his notion to want to reach out to the other side and understand the mentality there. And he is very serious about his notion that we don't learn anything just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Lathan is doing a level of journalism and a level of podcasting that I that that most podcasters including myself, do not have the range or the patience for. Mostly with me, it's the patience. Because I wouldn't talk to these motherfuckers for five minutes. And they answered the call, and um, they they did an episode of his uh, podcast, Higher Learning. For a podcast called Higher Learning, D. Randall, you heard it too. What did we learn from these people? What did we learn from these cops? Um... Nothing? Nothing. Because they had nothing of substance to say on the matter. They defended it. They defended it to their heart's content. Mm-hmm. By the way, these are two niggas. Yeah. These are two niggas that sound exactly like uh, what Jesus and Miro would have you think NYPD cops sound like. 
Um, Both sound like Officer Prosciutto. Yep. It's not going to go well for you. <laughs> and I, but go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was, I, no, because I'm, I'm going to follow what I think you're about to say. Go ahead. And I, you, the few things they had to say were stupid and evasive. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, you know, at one, and they're very much in denial. At one point, they're like, "Well, there was some cops. There was there there were some white people that got shot over in over in this state, but it doesn't get any play on the media because it's not sexy. It doesn't get any play in the media because it's a it, it's a minority." It's a minority, and, and no, white people should not be white people should not be getting wrongfully shot by the police. I think that's readily I think that's readily that's that's readily obvious. I, I think I think it's pe- the disproportionate. I think people who who jump at the defense of police shootings miss one very important thing about people who are you know fighting against this shit. Part of the part of the argument is yes, black people are disproportionately killed by police. That's that's one part of the argument. The bigger part of the argument and the main point that people are trying to make is that there are too many shootings and killings by police. Period. Right. They just happen to be disproportionately black, but there are too many. Period. That's the part that's concerning most people, and I think that's the part that people like these guys. Right forget to look at and they, like, they kept using the bad apples yeah. analogy there should it bad we can't have bad apples when it when it costs people their lives look i don't i'm going to say something here that i don't want people to get twisted the wrong way okay i don't necessarily agree with the basic assertion that all cops are bad i, I don't subscribe to that because i don't believe that all cops are inherently bad or, or have ill will in that regards but what I will say is, if you are in a position to influence change in the presence of those cops or those people who are acting adversely to the well-being of other people, right? and you do nothing about it, as cliche as it sounds... You're complicit. You're very complicit and just as bad as they are. You're complicit, period. So in that sense, if if you, as these guys in the podcast were saying, if you are acknowledging that, yes, there are, quote-unquote, bad apples, if you are acknowledging that you've been around people who have who have done these types of things and you haven't done anything to affect change, then, yes, you're just as bad as them. It's, and- just, it's just like when we get on these niggas about the way that they treat women, and if, if we don't do those things to correct that behavior... When they're around us, we're complicit. We're complicit. So Not that, only that, in a world where, in a world where we're dominant and benefiting from being dominant, to the detriment of women. Correct. And that's where law enforcement is dominant because they have the guns. Correct. They have the guns, and they, and more and they have they the have rule the, of law. Behind yeah, them. I was going to say they have the law on their side, which is more important. And and when we're when you're the dominant, and you use that for ill, and you see someone using that for ill, you're complicit. Now, there was another side to this that Van was actually going to shoot him some shoot him some bail, but they wouldn't even admit to that because they were because there is the there is the the whole blacklisting and blackballing of people that do speak up. Mm-hmm. Those people that are harassed, those people that are that are ostracized, and worse, 
actually threatened with harm for telling on their fellow cops. Right. They wouldn't even admit to that. <laughs> so it's like, you, I'm trying to shoot you some bail, maybe, but you won't even admit to the other side of it. We know that just in the amount of time that it takes for body cam footage to come out. 100%. You know, because Dante, well, not, not Dante Wright, but Karan Nazario, that happened like a month ago, didn't it? Mm-hmm. No, well, that happened in December. Okay. Something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, Adam Toledo happened a while ago. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and yes, granted, the judge has to release that because it's evidence. The judge has to release that, but it also means that if those, this is what's getting released, think about all the, all the video that's not getting released. Right. And, and in most cases... Like I, I think there should be I think there should be some type of statute of limitations in which all body cam footage becomes somewhat public right when it's shot, after it's shot. But all these all these footage releases are also um uh, accompanied by um the police department fought to prevent the release of this footage. They thought it would yeah. be too damning. Like duh. Like no shit. But our, our tax dollars pay for those body cams. Roll that beautiful bean footage, player. And I think the and I think the part that was nastiest to me about this whole interview was that I don't think they ever for a minute took into account the seriousness of the topic. I don't think they ever took into account how serious Van was in looking for answers. Right. Because they always pivoted to they kept pivoting to plugging their podcast. They kept being like, "Oh man, we got to get you and Rachel some shirts." Mm-mm. Oh man, if you're ever in Boston, if you're ever in Baltimore, you got to come out. I'm good. Uh, you got you got to come out. You got to see everything. We're gonna throw the red flag up for you. Hard pass. We're gonna throw out the red carpet for you. All that shit. Um, no, no. I don't need. I don't need to see all the. I don't need to see all the key set pieces from the wire. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I saw all the good parts. Yeah, I you know, and I've been through Baltimore, and I'll probably end up going through Baltimore again. It's not a vacation destination. It is not. It's not. As a matter of fact, they should probably come out to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Damn. And if they really want to see some cops on that fuck shit, because that's where Vans from. Mm-hmm. They they really want to see some cops on that fuck shit. They need to they need to come out and see for themselves in Louisiana. Between Louisiana and Texas, they I think their minds would be blown. But they didn't care about any of that because they weren't on there to have a, to make a to make a real argument to 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 state a real case. Mm-hmm. They got on there to big up their platform, right? And that's nasty. Again, that is everything that is that in itself is everything that is wrong with the police. You don't yep. even care. You don't even care. You you just trying to big up your fucking platform. That's gross. Both of them can shut the fuck up. Shut up. Both of them. They, they, they and and that is worse than Kevin Samuels to me because <laughs> at least because Kevin Samuels to a to a degree understands the seriousness of his words and understands what that his words have some kind of influence and that his words can affect someone. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not he cares, that's different. That's a different argument. We know he doesn't. But he's smart. I, I can tell you that Kevin Samuels is smart enough to understand. These motherfuckers are clueless. 
and they're so wrapped up in the blue mm -hmm. and they've been wrapped up in the blue for so long that it's blinded them and they don't understand that it's more it's more than just you being a good cop right being a good cop is more is is about more than just you being good it's about how you being good effect it causes a ripple effect around you and y'all don't call y'all don't go out of your way to cause any ripple and y'all don't care mm -mm. Because platform, platform, got to stay in the algorithms. Suck my dick, both of you. Fuck you forever. Shut up! D. Randall, have we done a podcast? Shit. <laughs> yes, we did. Man. Got a little, got a little hot there. With your, but with your chest? That's the vodka. I tell you, every time we switch from, whenever we switch from brown, from brown to clear, yeah. I never know what's going to happen. Yeah, man. Um... Uh, that about does it for episode uh, 134. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you to my new listeners. What the fuck are you guys doing? still doing here? Nobody warned them. Uh, shout out to my old listeners. Shout out to the day ones. Shout out to everybody on, uh, on my Spotify crew. Shout out to my SoundCloud crew. Uh, shout out to everybody that's given us a shot. Team Oz, you are unbelievable. We got some great stuff coming up uh, as we head towards our third year anniversary mm. three years we've been doing this shit man god, damn. god man i love it and it, it it the the fever i gotta tell you i can feel it i can feel this as the numbers rise and as we catch a little bit of fire mm -hmm. i feel something different in the air positively coming yeah i can feel it Coming in the end of the night. Oh. Do, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, so, um, church announcements, D. Randall. Mm, nah. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll be here next week. Mm -hmm. uh, we're here. At, we try to be here every Monday. Sometimes it ends up being Tuesday. We'll be here. We're here every Monday. Uh, we'll be back. Next week with more foolishness and fuckery. You know what it is. Mm -hmm. We're going to be here to help you get through this. Uh, until then, this has been episode 134 of yes, yes. Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. Oh, one more thing. Uh, shout out to DJ Byrne. Who is who is still holding it down? Uh, who is still holding it down in the hospital? He's getting better. Um, he's, he, uh, the, the the problem is being solved. Yes. Uh, he listened to last week's episode and he wanted us to know that yes, he did he did fact uh, blast opinions while black, bright and early Tuesday morning to piss off the nurses. Let's go. <laughs> uh, bye, y'all. <laughs>